everybody i'm big lovin this is don del snooch and over there is dragon buddy welcome to the escape pod ghostbusters afterlife yeah clank how's everybody doing i'm doing good how are you doing db how are you buddy i'm doing well i'm doing Fantastic. well how are you okay. doing brady I'm doing pretty good. Uh, had had some running around to do today. Kind of stressful, not stressful. Kid to the doctor's appointment, and we all know how that fun can be. Mm. So had to do that. But the big all, kid, the big kid. So that was fun. The big kid, the she big kid, is a pain in my ass. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a pain in her ass. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know it. That's it's the role in the daddy. It is the role. Yeah. yeah, it's their job. It's my job. She was mad at me because I made her go back to school today. When I was, or when TJ was Alyssa's age, me and her weren't getting along great. Yeah. Um, just because the way she viewed the world and how she thought things should be were not the way they were. And someone has to bear the brunt of that. And so, you know, it was mom and dad that were the fucking problem yeah not the solution you know <gasps> the fucking frank is in the, i love it when the frank is here the frank i fucking love the frank he i mean i heard at least the tip the tip just the tip well um db what'd you get into this week uh, uh work 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 and work that's really? about what i did um i put on hawkeye and got ready to watch it and i fell asleep before it came on so oh man i tried (laughs) i tried i don't even remember about that later okay Um, i tried yeah i get that (laughs) sometimes life just kicks you in the nuts and says take a nap you're like okay tj had the same problem she was really enjoying it and about halfway through episode two she's like (laughs) she was gone that'll happen dude That'll happen. Sometimes, no it matter does. how good it is, you're just, I can't do this. I can't yeah. keep my eyes open. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I've been there. And, you know, we did a lot of drinking. I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But, nice. like, um, there were some things and some stuff. And some people, were, some people got tired. <laughs> As you do. In fact, I'll just get right into it. I fucking went to Florida to visit my kid this last week. Right after having COVID for a week, right, week and a half or whatever. Um, so we fly to Florida. I get uh, COVID pneumonia, so I'm like coughing and shit the whole time, and all the good stuff. Then all I, the good phlegm. yeah, finally got the yeah. got the good phlegm coming up, and you know, good times. Oh yeah, probably getting like five hours sleep a night because I'm up for couple random hours she's going <laughs> my wife's stabbing me because she wants some sleep stop your fucking coffin but like we got drunk the night that we got there because we went to disney springs and we had a good time and probably drank up you know a hundred dollars worth of booze and uh then we 
hung out at TJ's house for a couple of days and I bought a fifth for me and I bought Tisha and TJ a half gallon of Jameson because mm. I figured they would they would you know work their way kind of through it over the week and there would probably be you know almost a fifth left over for TJ to keep after we were gone right um that's not what happened <laughs> we didn't we didn't do um our Thanksgiving until Sunday okay so we did Disney Springs on Tuesday we hung out Wednesday Thursday we went back to Disney Springs on Friday and met up with Chantel. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. So before we left to go to Disney Springs, we stopped at the liquor store. I bought the girls a uh, pint and two little shooters of Jameson. And I bought myself five shooters <laughs> of Jim Beam. Okay. Five shooters. Um, then we went to Disney. What's up, Zori? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> um, we went to Disney Springs and sat in the truck and proceeded to get relatively warmed up. Um, then we went in and we've, you know, we did some shopping or whatever. And then we got to the restaurant and ordered our, our first round of drinks. And then Chantel came. Um, well, she showed up. I don't know if she came. That's her own business. That is 100% her own business. <laughs> I mean, if she was that excited for the whole situation, yeah, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. yeah to each right. her own thing, you know. Um, when in Florida, but I think it's a yep, expression. we did get two appetizers, and between me and Tisha and TJ, we ate and drank 188 bucks. Holy shit. wow! <laughs> so, all in all, between Two appetizers and drinks. We were a. It was a two hundred dollar night. Oh my god, man! Nice. We were, we were straight. <laughs> that's just pretty holy for the night. She was that pretty. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I was. We were all kind of horny for that night, and we. I mean, we, we all came and went. And that's fantastic. <laughs> um. So, like I said, we drank pretty good that night. And then Saturday was the game. So I was drinking during the game. Yes. And um, after that, we went downtown. They had their official lighting of their tree. And they had they had snow machines. So they made it snow on this. Like my daughter literally lives in a, a, a what do you call that channel? Women watch at Christmas. With all the Hallmark. 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 Yes. It was a, it, she lives in a Hallmark town, mm. like literally on their street, Disney decorates their street and they film, um, some of their Disney shows, uh, you know, their Christmas scenes and shit like on that street. Right. Like it's ridiculous. And they live in this town called, uh, celebration and the downtown area. It looks like a Hallmark card. It's sick. <laughs> It's, it's bizarre. So we went down there. Of course, we had some drinks. Oh, you were riding the high by what a game. Yes. <laughs> you, yeah. Chantel said, fuck home. No, and I agree. shots fired. 
No, fuck Homer. Seriously, dude. Yeah. My my little girls seem to think that shit needs to be playing on every TV in the fucking house at all fucking times of the day. That's my wife and daughter. They watch that shit constantly. My my wife does. My mother-in-law does. The little girls do. And it's... And you know the plot three quarters of the way through the movie. You're like, damn it. They got me again. They just change. It's the same shit. They just change little fucking nuances. Yes. The first scene, some woman's like, ah, and you're like, oh, man, that guy beat the hell out of her, left her on Christmas, but she's going to find true love and the meaning of Christmas by the end of the movie. Yeah, and she's going to live in the fucking little town. Yes, every time. Or he's going to live in the little town. (laughs) Or they're both going to live in the little town. Yeah, definitely. And fall in love. Yeah, I mean, they should. Right. So that's Saturday night is when we tried to watch Hawkeye, and my daughter... At this point, fuck Hallmark. We'd been drinking <laughs> off and on for four or five days, and she just apparently hit her aft limit. Uh-huh. Um, then Sunday happened. Oh shit! Um, we were we were sitting there prepping for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Of course, we started drinking. Then uh, some of our guests arrived, and it's just her sister and and her. Uh, boyfriend and her kid and um then then we drank some more and then they started doing shots of the jameson oh shit first it started off being picklebacks and then it just moved into oh we're just drinking the jameson (laughs) and then like they all were smokers so they'd go out and they'd smoke and then they'd come in and do another shot of jameson (laughs) mind you after this, uh, in the evening, evening, we're supposed to go see uh, Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So after everybody left, TJ passed out, took a nap. Well, not passed out, but she took a nap. Then we went to the movie theaters. TJ ended up having an involuntary mid-movie nap. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like when it started to get loud again at the end, she woke up and she's like, "Oh, this is a good movie." No, I like it. I like it. Uh, it, it. There was there was there was drinking. There was drinking the whole time. We might as well have went to Jamaica because <laughs> I I wasn't driving and I did it. That's I, awesome. I did the things. You gotta do the things, dude. Yeah. Went in Florida. Yeah, and then yeah. then when we got to the fucking airport. We went to uh, Outback Steakhouse and I ordered a drink and my wife looked at me and was like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> so she ordered a fucking drink. That's awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah, I just needed to be sober before I drove home. And I yeah. had a few hours. So you got a little bit. Oh, and then on the airplane, I went to go pay for my uh, my bottles of Jack Daniels and the guy ran my card. He's like, ran my card and ran my card. And if I... Oh, they're on the house. <laughs> like, yes. That's awesome. Until you get nice. the charges from when he was going like this yeah. 14 times. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't have 14 drinks. <laughs> well, maybe I did. It was that kind of weekend. So, um, was there anything else that happened in your week other than you worked and you took a list of the doctor? Uh, oh, yeah, because that was literally just my day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally just oh. my day, man, because, you know, fuck. Uh, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching the um, the Ohio 
Ohio State Michigan game with my father in law mm-hmm. um, Saturday. That was a good. He's not a. He he always gives me shit. He's not anti Michigan. He's not pro Michigan State, but he always likes to give me shit. He doesn't really care. He just likes to poke me because he knows I like Michigan. Yeah. But he sat down and watched the game with me, and it was just it was a good time to sit there and watch the game. I love that. It was just it was a it was a solid good time. We both had a beer. It was you know yeah. It, it was just enjoyable. Um. <clears throat> Other than that, dude, I've been working. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of working that went on last week at the shop that I wasn't there for. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit salty about it. I knew it was going to happen the second I was like, oh, I'm going on vacation. That was going to be the week that they were like putting everybody on overtime, mandatory. Uh, and blah, yeah. Because yeah. the well been dry as fuck for about uh, five months leading up to that. I hear you. The last time there was any real money to be made was around the 4th of July. Yeah. I didn't work. I didn't work. Well, I wasn't offered Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or I wasn't offered Thursday and Friday. Nobody was. I didn't work Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I just kind of hung out. I didn't really do much of shit. I've been playing a lot of Forza, and then I've been going back and playing my NBA 2K21. Yeah. And I played a little bit of Madden. So I've been hopping on the video games a little bit more. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I played yeah. uh, that Metroid Dread game again, almost uh, beginning to end between when I got on the airplane and when I got home. There's about a half hour of the game left that I have to do again. You played <laughs> yeah. it again? I played crazy. all the way through it again. Awesome. And I mean, like the first time, I think it took 27 hours. This time, I think it took eight. Wow. You knew everything. I knew how to do like things that I found frustrating. Um, There were bosses the first go round that I played 20 times. Yeah. The most times I played a boss in this this run was four times. Mm. Just murking motherfuckers. So it gives me hope that maybe I'll be able to beat the final boss. Well, you need to get into that while you're still in the playing mood and fucking beat it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Do it. Yep. Do it. Lose but it. I mean, you should have already done it. And I mean, I played it like on the small screen with the uncomfortable. The way God intended. You yeah. The, the <laughs> joy cons. Like I, I did it. I was like, yeah. damn, get you some. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do the damn thing. Nice. Well, is if anybody got anything else or you want to get into the show show? Let's just get into the show let's, show. Let's do we it. Things we got stuff we're gonna talk about. I'm with Chantel. Turkey sucks. I fried our turkey. Yeah, how'd they go? Oh, it was great. Was it? It was really we injected it with the shits. Yeah. And then we fucking bloopity blopped in this. Oh, it was so good. Mm. Like an hour. Mm-hmm. Fried it up like nice. an hour. Nice. It was so good, dude. Now I have been known to like pan fry some turkey, a little olive oil, some mm-hmm. soy sauce, and some seasoning and stuff. You can yeah, get. I mean, by. that could be good, but I'm just you know fry your turkey. That's what I say. Yeah. Fry yeah. your turkey. Yeah. If you got it, and we had a ham as well, and that was delicious because Very I got nice. the smoked ham, not the honey ham, because I don't like sweet meat. Yeah. So it was delicious. And then my wife made all the, you know, my wife and my mother-in-law made all the traditional goodies and my sister-in-law. They made all the fun stuff. Um, cranberries, though, fuck cranberries. My daughter yeah. made one of my favorite dishes, which is green bean casserole. 
I love green bean casserole. And I know that Lunar Girl's probably throwing up right now. It happens. Uh, she seems to not like that. I don't understand why. Sucked. <laughs> but when it you, normally there's leftover green bean casserole, right? It's usually in a big Ziploc bag, and you like ooze it into a bowl, yeah, right? And then then I you know warm it up, and then I throw some fresh fried onions on the top, nice. and I oh, nice. I get down. Yes. Yeah. Well, I went to get in the fucking fridge to get some green bean casserole. Gone. Oh. That's bullshit. There was Awful. there was six people. We ate five cans worth of green bean casserole. That's fantastical. <laughs> like who the fuck eats five? That that was almost a can of green beans for each person in the room. That's awesome. Wow. And one of the people was only six, so you know he didn't eat it all. No, he didn't eat shit. He no. didn't want to eat it because it was green beans. Right. Right. So, so he probably oh. ate as little of it as possible. It was about a can of green beans per Little person. fucker probably wasted some of it that you could have fucking ate. That's what right? I'm saying. I haven't killed a little kid in a long time. You need to punch this one in the face. I think so. Don't hit the kid. Just shake the shit out of him. Just to shake <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> All right. I guess I have to talk about one more fucking thing before we get into the show show. Get into it, friend. I went to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes. <sighs> Very good. It was fucking spiritual. Hell yeah. Like, um, when I walked in, there was one of those uh, first order, um, it's not an X-Wing, but it's it's like a smaller version of Kylo Ren's ship. Mm-hmm. And it's got the, it's got the beveled wings like a Thai bomber has. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I've seen him. Yeah. And there's fucking stormtroopers out walking around in front of it, crowd working and fucking with the kids. And I'm like, nice. this is so cool. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. real. You know? And then I fucking, uh, I went to, uh, uh, bobble around a little bit and I got to where the cantina was, Olga's cantina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went up to the girl and I'm like, how long does it take to get in the cantina? She says about two months. I'm like, what? <laughs> she says, everybody fucking books this 60 days in advance. Ah. Uh, and I'm like, I didn't know that. Son of a bitch. And she's like, well, it doesn't really work. But, you know, a couple times in the day, if you bring up the app, you know, you might you might see an opening. Probably not. And sometimes if we get slow and you happen to pop by, just ask and, you know, maybe we can let you in because there's, you know, somebody didn't come to their appointment or whatever. Right. Um, so. We go ride um, Smuggler's Run. Nice. You see the fucking Millennium Falcon sitting out there, like oh, to yeah. scale. Oh, like, oh, that's what I wanted. Yeah. It's so bad. It's amazing. Like when you're sitting underneath it, you're like, I could ride in that if it was real. Like yeah. we could go somewhere. Oh, that's right. so cool. That's awesome. But also, you go, could you imagine being in that little boat with a giant Wookiee? <laughs> you know, and but, he got wet. Oh. Yeah. Like Chantel says, it's gorgeous. And the the, uh, attention to detail is insane. Yeah, Like you could stare at it for hours and be like, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's cool. I bet. Even even the landing gear has character. That's so cool. It's it's really fucking cool. 
That's awesome. Chantel says she cried the first time she saw it. I I didn't, um, but uh, I was close. Yeah, I can't wait to go. Yeah. So we go on Smuggler's Run. We're, you know, all the way, almost all the way through the line. And Tisha's like, did you ever check the website to see if you could, you know, get into the bar? And I'm like, no. And I went, oh, fuck, there's a 440 time. Click. <laughs> nice. So sure enough, we got a time at the bar. Um, we went and and did a couple of more things. And then we went to the bar. That's awesome, dude. You lucked out. Right. And and proceeded to spend eight thousand dollars on drinks. Literally, it was sixty-five bucks. We had no, it was seventy-eight bucks. We had three drinks. Oh my god. Is that right? No, no, I was right the first time. With tip, it was sixty-two dollars. So we had three drinks, they were fifteen bucks a piece, and then I tipped the waiter. Wow. Fifteen, well, fourteen, sixteen, and I think one was seventeen. Oof. Um, they're not for, it's not to get fucked up. It's to have an experience. It's a moment. Every one of the drinks was beautiful and amazing. Um, my wife had a drink that, uh, I don't know if it was like a fuzzy nerf herder or something like that, but when you drink it, the foam on the top makes your lips buzz. That's cool. And then makes your tongue go numb. What the fuck, man? Yes. It was a whole, yeah, it was like you got thung by me. Whoa. It was fucking amazing. And then, like, the guy next to me ordered a drink that um, uh, had liquid nitrogen in it, in the bottom of it. So right. it churns and bubbles and boils and it's and smoking and shit. It was fucking sweet. And I got uh, uh black jet fuel or something yes that was it was nice. bourbon and some other fruity stuff and it came in like a little snifter and it, it was amazing oh that's so cool and uh uh then i got a jedi mind trick which was a, a kind of a martini and it had a little bit of half and half and some lime and some chirac and some other stuff mm. so it has this hazy green vibe to it like luke saber that's so cool it's that's fucking dope. that is awesome so worth every dollar of 60 bucks right so then we go to uh or to get out of there and then she's like i'm hungry so we're like there's nowhere really to eat everything's kind of closed then we walked over to this uh docking bay seven and literally like scanned a barcode popped it up on the map told them what we wanted and three minutes later it was fucking ready we walked in and got it and i mean it, there's Sweet. people everywhere like people are looking at the menu and blah blah it, like we went boop 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 ordered a couple of things we got it was glorified macaroni and cheese chicken nuggies and some fresh vegetables right nice. but it was it quick it was hot it was ready and it tasted good there that's right. All, that's all that matters. Oh, no, it didn't blow my mind. It was only $30. It was not a big fucking deal. I mean, I know $30 is a big deal to some people, but when you're at Disney World, 30 bucks is a discount. You plan this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we were like, well, um, we'll go to ride, try and ride Rise, Rise of the Resistance. It was an hour and a half wait. So we go 
Um, we get probably 35 minutes into the line. She's just like, my bladder's going to explode. I'm not going to be able to ride this. I've got to go. And I'm like, okay, it's hour and a half wait, baby. I'm going <laughs> to let you go to the bathroom and I'm going to stick this out. Mind you, I've got to pee. <laughs> we drank all those drinks. Right. And then we put the food in there and then the drinks want it out. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, I'm going to stick it out. Right. So I get a text message from Tisha about 25 minutes later saying, send me a picture of where you're at. <laughs> and so I took a picture of where I was at. And she's like, the uh, Disney staff, they're going to help me get to where you're at. So they helped her get like halfway through and then she couldn't get no farther. So I just kind of held up and I met back up with her. And so she got to go on the ride. That's nice. Cool. Um, cast members is what they call them. Uh, this ride of all the uh, amusement rides I've ever been on. It's not a roller coaster, but it's an amusement ride. Right. It was the coolest fucking ride I've ever been on. Yeah. Um, it tells this story of you being... Uh, at a rebel base and you having to escape and the empire catching you. Awesome. And then, um, I mean, it kind of telegraphs it from the beginning that the resistance is going to save you. I won't tell you any more other than it's like on this pre-programmed cart. That's not on a track that drives around. It swirls around. It moves you this way and that way, like and dances you through this whole, ride thing and at one moment you like drive into a hangar and there's fucking two giant at at walkers that are trying to step on you and you're like skirting around between their feet that's so cool and then you get on this elevator and it goes up and of course it stops right in front of the walker as it's drawing its fucking guns on you and then you shit and get yeah like like it's an amazing fucking ride and uh, this this whole story, um, we rode uh, uh, Star Tours twice. Right. We got a different beginning each time, but the rest of the story was the same. Um. Then we went back because it was time to to head back in to uh, Galaxy's Edge because I had an appointment at um Z- uh, Z- Z- Zabies. Zavis, Zavis. Yeah, you're right. Zavis workshop. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zavis workshop, so that I could build a lightsaber. Well, oh. I had an hour, and we walked past <laughs> um, Rise of the Resistance. Fifty minute wait. <laughs> right back in there, wrote it again. It was amazing. Nice. Um, <laughs> even even good and exciting the second time. That's cool. That's too uh, cool, man. I'm so jealous. And then that's, I got to build great. a lightsaber like a real fucking Jedi, and it was amazeballs. That's awesome. Sweet. So I've sucked up enough time telling my, my <laughs> Galaxy's Edge story, but holy shit, if you have a chance... Tell us about the motherland, Don. Take the, <laughs> take the you know, know, 600 bucks or whatever and go. Right. If you have little children, don't take them. <laughs> Just go as adults. I want to do it. Nice. Um, But I can't. I I saw hundreds of dads that were just like, oh, these fucking kids. 
and I hear <laughs> the Star Wars, and all they want to do is go back to Sto- Toy Story and wa- and ride Slinky Dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just save yourself. Thankfully, no, my kids are Star Wars kids. I will not allow that shit to happen. Even my children in front of me. You uncultured else. swine. Yeah, I. But the 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 Galaxy's Edge experience is so adult and refined. It's not incredibly interesting to children. Right. It's fine. They there, can go with their mom. There's some fu- there's plenty of fun things going on, but it is geared to um older people. Can this come off for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um it's it's telling a story, it's doing a thing, and um if you have little kids that are pestering you to buy them one of everything, you're gonna miss tons. Yeah, I know. That's why loss of immersion. Like, they pester me to buy shit. <laughs> We're done. Chantel defending the slinky ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they also have uh they have uh one of those rides where you go through in the cart and you shoot all the things. Oh, that's so much fun. It's it's super nice. fun. There's tons of great shit in the Toy Story land. Hell yeah, the Toy Story that ride you're talking about where you're shooting shit, where you do boop 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 boop. That is I fucking love that. The dude. one at Disney, the one where you're on the Buzz Lightyear ride yeah. and you're shooting the little fucking green aliens with the yeah. three eyes. Just fucking too much fun. It's the best, <laughs> man. But I was not going to wait an hour and 40 minutes to go on it oh, no, at we Hollywood. Back to back. We went back to back. Oh. At Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Oh, there was not that was not we happening night, when I was there. When we went when we went, it was dark at that time. We oh, okay. Went, and we were able to go back to back. Because me, Jordan, my dad, my sister, we made a we had a contest who could get the most points. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. So that was nice. Fun. We did that uh, uh did the whole points thing on uh uh the Millennium Falcon Ryan, uh, Smuggler's Run. Yeah. You, you get points for that. Right, for each it's dope. That's so, wow, I'm Sweet. so jealous. So, so jealous. That being said, 30 minutes into the show, let's start the show. Let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Check out the Red 5 Network for all kinds of excellent podcasts like Rogue One Radio, who just talked about Ghostbusters, like we're going to do here soon. Um, and because I was on vacation, that's the only Red Five podcast I listen to. Yeah, I haven't been listening to podcasts, dude. You're, I haven't been listening to shit. I haven't been listening to music. I've just been working. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm so. I feel like it distracts me from trying to do my job. Your job requires you to uh, not fuck up numbers and make sure that you put a bunch of things into a bunch of different accounts. And exactly, and I feel like. <laughs> The only time I can do it is like on a Saturday or Sunday when there's not a lot of people in there and mm. nobody's bothering me. Yep. But other than that, I can't fucking do it. And it drives me crazy because I love listening to podcasts. Yeah. But I don't have time outside of work to listen to podcasts. Yeah. I just don't have that free time. So. Chantel, uh, as, as you're saying, you should work for Disney. You should because um, I was, I was going to tell you my... Uh, uh, son-in-law, he gets free tickets to Disney because he works for Disney. Like, there's all kinds of nice. like uh, fringe benefits to that. So, I'm sure you could do what you're good at doing for Disney, <laughs> and they would be happy to pay you. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Uh, please join us on Patreon.com and search ATSW the Escape Pod in the search creator bar to support our show and get on the exclusive Escape Crate. 
Yes. Uh, please visit our store. On, Hold on. What happened? How did this get backwards? Oh, you know what it is? There isn't a space here. If you're listening. I was going to say, what the fuck happened? Let uh, me read this. I'll fix it. Okay. If you're listening to this on in an audio podcast, please consider joining us live on Wednesday nights on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash ATSW the escape pod. Trying to throw in the forward slash. Forward slash. Yep. Please visit our store on tpublic.com. Search ATSW the escape pod and make sure that you scroll down and look at all the random goodies like coffee mugs, stickers, tote bags, in addition to sweet t shirts and hoodies. Like this new t shirt we have. I just said that. It's the Christmas Bros. Yay. Hell yeah. Festive. Dragon Buddy's got it in red. If you're watching this. Yep. If you're listening, you just have to imagine it's beautiful. It's Bucket Bros. With Santa hats. With Santa hats. Yep. So um, definitely uh, get in on that Bucket bro shirt because after Christmas, that's coming down. And it's not going up again until next fall. It's going to go in a moratorium. Hell yeah. I don't even know what big words like that mean, but I believe this. It means t-shirt timeout. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Word. Word. T-shirt timeout. Get you some. <laughs> yep. So. Um, follow us at ATSW underscore the escape pod on Instagram and at a, the escape pod on Twitter, join the ATSW, the escape pod Facebook group for all kinds of fucking shenanigans, all kinds of funky shenanigans, the good shenanigans, good the, shenanigans, the good, kind of shenanigans. Good, trouble. Good, good trouble, good trouble, plucky and fun, <laughs> <laughs> fucky, <laughs> fucky dokey. It's a little fucking ducky, but that's so okay. before we get into shout outs, are you ready to draw the escape crate from last month that no. we didn't do? Because I want you to shout out the chat. Oh, I no. can do that. Alan from Plus Press Play Studios is here. Chantel is here. Uh, Zori Blissful gracing us with her presence. Oh, thank you, Zori. Uh, so nice to see you. Lunar Girl. I already said Chantel, but she bears repeating. Uh goodness gracious. Lots of people um out there. Jason Roscom in the chat. He is. Um so many people popped up and but but they haven't said anything in a few minutes. Um let's get it back. Happens. It happens. The the chat is being so chatty, it's almost hard to uh Chantal has a the lot Frank to say about here. Disney. Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Row is here. Hell yeah. Backyard TARDIS is here. Um, Red 5 Network hopping in. Nice. Um, make sure that you're smashing on that like button if you haven't already. Please and thank yous. That's that's the holes right now. Hell yeah. We appreciate you guys' support. Thanks for joining us live. We Absolutely. And it's time for drawing. The escape crate from October. Oh, you got a new that's yeah, a cool graphic. It is. I wish I could put it up on the where's, thing. Where's the spreadsheet of the names? Right here. Mink. Oh, okay. Um, we have 155 entries this time. Nice. And here we go. Can you hear it? It's a clicking. It's clicking. And it's spinny, spinny, spinny. 
118. 118 is Kristen Roscombe. Nice. Awesome. There are so many ideas for a cup there. See? See? Oh, you could do the... Remember that, that show... From when we were kids, a brave little toaster. toaster I know that's what I was thinking too. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's this is gonna be fun. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a nice cup. All right, so Kristen Roscom is nice. gonna get an escape crate. Awesome! Yeah. Congrats, I hope Kristen. she's ready. Oh, it's coming. Gonna it, there's gonna be things in it. Speaking of which, I got some things at Galaxy's Ooh. Edge, and these are these are gonna go in. This is for us. That's from Olga's Kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I got this cool Baby Yoda Mandalorian um, trivia quiz game going nice. in there. I haven't even got to see this shit. Stickers from Row One Radio. Um, this fucking sweet X-Wing keychain. Oh, nice. It's nice. heavy as shit. You could beat a baby with it. Yeah, I would do some damage on their cranium. I'm thinking. And the super sweet um, oh, yeah, I've seen pin that. from Galaxy's Edge. Uh, yeah. It's a stormtrooper. It says, oh, yeah. and I cannot make the lights not fucking blow it up. So you can't see it. Sure, it looks cool. And then everything else in this bag is for you. Oh, I get, I get gifts. Gifts for Brady. Yay! Yes! It's just going to wash it out. I'm going to show it, but I just can't. It's fucking sweet. It's first order. It's Stormtroopers. It's a pen. It says Black Spire Outpost. I have this one, brother. You do? Yes. Can I have it? Yes, you can. Yes, I bought myself something. That's awesome. <laughs> See if I can get it close enough to the... Uh, camera oh cool it's a pin it's awesome it was actually the second pin i put on my bag is it really <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. well i'm glad that i thought i bought that for you yeah no thank you <laughs> i like them. i got you one pin <laughs> i still like it it's awesome <laughs> it's really sweet i thought that was fucking dope with the with the uh the, the color yeah, yeah. That's yep. Sweet. yep super cool Very cool so Sweet ass, sweet. You ready to get in the shout outs? Fuck yes, I'm ready to get in the shout outs. Because first and foremost, always got to give a shout out to the Sidebar Cantina. That is the mothership. That is David Jason. That is the New Jersey Delphians. That is the homies. Homies. Doing their thing. They just did a show about the Beach Boys pet songs or pet towns or pet cemetery. Beach Boys killers. Yeah. I think it's a great album either way. Here's my thing. I didn't pay attention to it because I know of the Beach Boys and shit like that, but like the Beach Boys was never a big thing for me. It's if the differences is pet sounds is completely different from your normal surfing in the USA. Like it's it's completely different from that. Is it is it transformative? From a musical stance, it's 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 composed more than just you know, wrote a song. Right. It's just, it was never something I got into. So I had stuff to do. So I was like, I'm not going to try to cram. So I was just like, I'll catch up onto it in the audio version when it comes out. Right. You'll be like, ah, 
<laughs> I, you know, I don't know that I'll ever listen to a Beach Boys song that I'm going to be like, you know what? This is transformative for me. <laughs> like, I liked the Beach Boys. I specifically like their, their greatest hits album that mm -hmm. was out in the, like, 80s, the end of the 80s. They had a greatest hits album that had, like you say, Surfing in the USA and 409. Real fine by 409? Yeah. Or is that a cleaner? No. Maybe it's both. Formula 409. Um, either way, like that album uh had a lot of things on it that I liked. Um, but even then I was like, oh, this is a very specific time and place thing that is in the past. And then they made music for quite a long time after those songs. And I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> I would listen to it, but I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, all right, you want to give a shout out? Next, we have used and abused with Kim and Scott, and I'm I'm horrible this week, dude. I don't know what they've been up to. Yeah, I well because I, I haven't been in the podcast game lately. Dude. We I both just, took a break. Yeah, I can kind of completely unplugged. And I, like I said, I don't have time to listen at work. I don't have the thought capacity to do it at work. Uh, but use and abuse with Kim and Scott, they always got interesting shit to be talking about. They're always right. doing their racing Tuesday, two for Tuesdays, which they're gonna, I'm gonna make them change their name. I don't think they did a show this week. They did not. They've been off for two weeks. Yeah, time. they were off. Okay. So I don't think you missed anything. The okay. next Grand Prix isn't until this Sunday, so there was no real racing to kind oh, of cram okay. in. See? Formula That's One took a week here. off. That's right. why this fucking guy's here. There's always racing. You almost. bring fucking value, my friend. <laughs> I fucking appreciate that. He appreciates you. Oh, I appreciate it. In a naked, I, I appreciate pantsless way. In a pantsless way, I appreciate yes. you. He looks so warm and bundled up right now, but he's pantsless. Uh-huh. Yeah. Up top, warm the, as hell. Down below, no pants. Pantsless. I no had pants. to give Chantel a panted hug. Oh, it didn't feel right, did it? Because the, uh, they frown on pantsless hugs in Disney. Disney. Society Especially sucks. Disney. So she got a panted hug. Huh. Maybe if you guys were drinking buddies, she could have got a pantsless hug. Maybe. But that's that's neither here nor there. And then maybe that's for next time. Or, that, or it's next a step time. too far. <laughs> Probably a step too far. Yeah, I'm pretty. Think about that. Pretty sure my. We're not going to uh, judge anything here, though. My pants no boss. Judging yet? <laughs> my pants boss Your would pants have a feeling. Would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't get me banned from Disney. <laughs> it was just a hug. It was just a hug. Why are you guys being dicks? <laughs> Luna girl, I can vouch that DB's pantsless. I love it. Nice. Like, Check out my skivvies. He's like, look at my shirt. That's too much. <laughs> too much. That's all it is. Why is your have, shirt fur? I have an OnlyFans. You pay me to stop showing my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Truth for sure. Oh. Uh, you still got to tell us about Big Swede. I can talk about Big Swede's excellent adventure and Tactical Swede and Swede Reacts on YouTube and something, something, something Swede and Swede, why the fuck have you gotten so sticky? Oh, that's you don't want to go to that stickiness. one. You go to that website, it's it's you, bad news. Bad. He's been getting super yeah. sticky in our fantasy league. 
Yeah, what's up with that grossness? I don't know. Can't have that. Putting it on them. Don't like it. Can't there's, have it. There's Can't a, coach it. Don't want to coach it. <laughs> there's a substantial uh, dirty dancing chat. Yeah, I see that. But Alan has some feelings about it. Oh, Chantel putting it on Front Street. Friendship effectively terminated if you get me banned from Disney. Oh, wow. Yeah, oof. Yeah. No, it seems appropriate. No, it does seem appropriate, but don't put that shit on us. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> uh, uh, Patreon shout out. Scott and Kim Rasmussen, Big Swede, Jen and Jess Bolt, Lunar Girl and Dragon Buddy, DJ Red 4, Richie the King Armbruster, our new winner of the Escape Crate, Kristen Roscom, Backyard Tardis, The Frank, A Mandalorian, Darius Payne, Steve Long, Eric Dub Williams, Philly Dave Martin, and as always, Nostalgia Inc. sponsors the Escape Crate, which you now have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've only seen some of the Escape Crate. Oh, there are things. There are things that are going to be concocted, made, potioned. There's going to be a Funko Pop in there. Somewhere in there. Yeah. It might be buried. You might not find it, though. Yeah. It could be with all the things that are in there. Yeah. That's going to be fantastical. There, there's going to be uh, maybe a uh, toaster made by Proctor Silas. <laughs> Dragon Buddy might have some of his skibbies in there. Yeah. To you never maybe know. Just make some toast and send toast. It's lighter. <laughs> get the box and say, I smell toast. <laughs> I smell toast. Here, oh, eat Jason toast. with this. <laughs> There was a substantial contingent in in uh, uh, the booth in the back tonight of the fuck Jason Roscom. Yeah, that was a that was a growing faction. They were getting strong yeah. with the hatred. People were serious. Yeah, it was yeah, getting real. Let, letting him have it. It was getting and, real. good, and it was very nonchalant. Like, hey, I'll see you later, and fuck Jason. Yeah, fuck Jason. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that shirt looks really nice on you. Fuck Jason. Yeah. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> You're like, oh, geez. You, Ooh, that's usually that my happened. Aaron Rodgers bit. We never <laughs> even got around to saying fuck Ohio State. But, no. We, but, but fuck Ohio State. Yeah, fuck Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. We're going to talk about them here in a little bit, too. You should. You should. Will. But first, you should push the button. I think so. Push the button. Push the button. It's movie time. <laughs> Movie time. It's movie time. Movie time. You need to have them do that live on the show one time. Oh, oh can you <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. How many takes did that take, though? Uh, one. <laughs> really? Holy oh, so shit. Yes, they could do, do it live. We yep. could do it live. We could do it live. Oh, my God. <laughs> But to like congos and bongos and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That that <laughs> way to place. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> let's get into the movie news. Dude, let's movie talk news. about how Sony confirms three more Marvel produced Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. This makes me so yeah. happy. I'm excited about it. But what they didn't well, they did say that they were Spider-Man movies. So I guess they're going to be exclusively Spider-Man movies. Do you think they'll be be team-up movies? Because hmm. they haven't really gotten into that. The closest thing was Civil War. But notoriously, comic books have team-ups. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Maybe it's time to have a buddy... What happens with this new movie. <clears throat> 
Maybe there is going to be a buddy. Maybe, Maybe there's going to be a Sit- couple of friends. I believe. Sitting and watching the trailer for this on the giant IMAX screen, I was like, I need to see this. I just yes. need yeah. to see this. I need to see it. It's it just- right here in this screen, about where I'm sitting in the middle. I need this in my right. life. I think that Marvel is going to keep me alive for a long time. Yeah, it's true. Like, because I just go from thing to thing where I'm like, no, I have to live until that happens. (laughs) It's true. And by the time the thing happens, there's another thing that I'm like, oh, I have to live until that happens. Damn, DB and I take care of business when we sing jingles. Get it, buddy. Yeah. I probably should not have given her that third beer while you guys were on it. (laughs) I'm just saying. Or maybe I was good at doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out later. Nah, nah, she's going to be asleep before the She's going yeah, to keep it live in the chat tonight. <laughs> Stay awake. Stuart. You can do it. Um, Hawkeye rumors suggest disappointment uh, in episodes three and four because they're short. Oh, they're not longer episodes? Yeah, episode one and two, uh, between the two of them, were about two hours. And uh, three and four together, we're looking at just over an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's about time is a normal show, minus the commercials. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's with credit. Yeah, it is what it is. I can say that I am disappointed in myself that I sat down to watch this and made it through... Oh, uh, it said Marvel, and <laughs> I was out. And then Netflix or uh, Disney Plus was like, "You sure you're? Nah, you're probably sleeping. I'll just shut <laughs> it off." You're probably sleeping. <laughs> um, I have to tell you, you're in for a treat. Like it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. It's fun. It's good. Um, it's not too uh, belligerently heavy where you're like, ah, like, like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Felt heavy the whole time. It, it was. Um, it was. this does this is not that. No, not at all. It's nice. its own genre type thing. Yeah. I just don't know what that genre is right now. Good. It's good. It's good. It's a good genre. It's good. It's nice. I mean, <laughs> people enjoy good. it. We have fun it's talking. Good. Uh, I'll take that genre every day. Every day. <clears throat> Chantel hasn't watched. Oh, perfect tipsy food. Okay, the chat's talking about what to. What to eat when you're tipsy? Pancakes is wonderful when you're tipsy. It's true. Um, I haven't had pancakes when I'm tipsy, but I'm gonna say it's true. Alan, we are not gonna spoil Hawkeye for anyone. No, no, no. But it's fucking good. Give it, give it your attention. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. Please don't spoil it. (laughs) And before we get too far from that, I also started watching Cowboy Bebop this weekend. And I really am enjoying that. It's just fun. It's fun. If you're expecting something serious, you're you're barking up the wrong tree. It was the first real like f- real anime I think I got into. Like yeah, it, it established that action anime. And the first I saw the first episode, and it's cool. It's, yeah. it's entertaining. Very entertaining. It's the it's the comic anime. Yeah, you know, it's just you're just like oh. This is real people doing this thing. Cool. I like it. Hell yeah. So I recommend it. Uh, it might not be everybody's fucking cup of tea, but I recommend it. Oh, Ghost Pepper joined the chat. What's what going up, on, buddy? Hey. Letting his hair grow out. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I love it, man. It keeps licking it back. Yeah, just letting it poof yeah. out. It's so <laughs> so lovely. Chantel wants Denny's now. Denny's is good. I get the super nice oh. tomato with a side of ranch dressing, so I can dip my fries and dip my yeah. super bird in there. So good. You know how Denny's oh. fucked up? No. They used to have a grilled cheese stick sandwich. Mm. That was a grilled mm. cheese sandwich with four cheese sticks it. in it. Yeah. And then you just dip it in a bucket of ranch. Mm. Oh, it was amazing. And then they got rid of it. That it used to be on that. Remember that menu that they had that it was like $4, $6, $8? Yes. It was like $4 for that sandwich. Hell yeah. And it was clearly a $6 sandwich. Nice. Winning. We used to go to Denny's in uh, New Mexico all the time. Uh, when I was in high school, because you, all you had to do was go there and buy a cup of coffee and you could smoke. Yes. You could sit there yeah. and smoke and you sit in the smoking section and just smoke right. cigarettes and drink coffee. We do the same thing. And then somewhere around the time we were sitting there long enough, we'd order a sampler. We'd all have like cheese sticks and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was all garbage, but you didn't care. You were just eating. Uh, right, right. And then you'd smoke some more. Nine times out of 10, it was just cigarettes and coffee. Yeah. And then um, when I was I in, used to steal silverware. Oh, me and my buddy. That's the thing. Oh, I have Denny's ashtrays out in my in my shed. <laughs> yeah, we used to tie <laughs> silverware to our shoes. Uh huh. And walk out with it. Oh, like a like a, you just got married. What? You know, like no, like like the cans on the no, back. No, not on the back. <laughs> flopping and flapping. Jeez. Flippity floppity. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, Waffle House. I. <laughs> See, Waffle House is the South thing. That's I, I know what she's talking about. We used to get sick and do some things. We drove by Waffle House and IHOP. I saw a midget in a fedora and, I, and Waffle House. Yeah, of course you did. It was fantastic. I'm dude. surprised that all Waffle Houses don't have a midget in a fedora. <laughs> it was fantastic. Or do they? Nor do they. Um, they, just, they just hide him in the back. Wait, hold on, hold on. There's a tall guy here. Let's freak him out. Yeah, he's on. That's what I did. I was like, holy shit. Send him out. We, we wanted pancakes, and Tisha was like, well, they got an IHOP and they've got a Waffle House. And I'm like, I would love to have Waffle, Waffle House, but my 42 year old self could feel the heartburn <laughs> rolling in my socks oh, thinking about man. going to a Waffle House. No, mm. that's the worst. Because they put, I feel sorry for you. They put lard on the grill top Everything. at the Waffle House. Oh. And and it just fucking tears my guts up. It's so good. It's so delicious, but it man. Delicious. And it was the day we went to Hollywood Studios, and I <laughs> did not want to spend the day going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I would never do that. I'd just be like, uh. So we got pancakes at IHOP, which were not great. They weren't even hot. I'm like, how do you fucking serve cold pancakes? It's the International House of Pancakes. Yeah, that's we got pancakes every here, Don. Yeah. They're yeah, everywhere. We do, but we made them six hours ago. You have to we have to get rid of stock. Anywho, <laughs> back to movie news. Uh Nicolas Cage is going to play Dracula in Universal's yeah. upcoming monster movie, Renfield. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Um Am I supposed to know about Renfield one? I don't know what that means. Okay. He is he is the um like assistant. Uh he was the slave of Dracula, Renfield. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Best portrayed in uh Leslie Nielsen's Dracula, where uh he had his little buddy with him. 
Oh, okay. What are you doing to the furniture? So being that Renfield is the name of the show, Mm. are we going to be experiencing this movie from his point of view? Thereby making Nick Cage not the main character in the story? Nick Cage is a national treasure. No, I... I, He is in everything. I completely agree. (laughs) But... now that you've said that to me, if he's the assistant. Are we watching this from, you know, is it, is it, are we watching the story about Frankenstein or about Frankenstein's monster? Right. Yeah. Like, so is Nick Cage going to be the vampire, but we're going to spend Cage, most Nick Cage as Dracula and as Renfield and as Frankenstein. <laughs> Wait, what? In this one man show. <laughs> Tell us that Nick Cage is ridiculous. I'm upset about this. Really? Oh, Nick Cage is the best kind of ridiculous. Listen, when you're it's like three o'clock in the morning and you can't sleep, and Nick Cage is in like medieval times fighting wizardry and people with swords, you'd thank him. You say thank you, Mr. Cage. That was awesome. I couldn't sleep. That helped. <laughs> if if you want to see Nick Cage, Nick Caging the fuck out of something. Watch the movie Drive Angry. <laughs> it's somewhere between National Treasure and uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's, it's so a, it's bad shit off the wall. Movie. I think he, I, if I remember correctly, he's dead. He comes <clears throat> back from hell. Yes. To avenge his daughter's murderer or... Or she's been kidnapped and he goes after the kidnappers. I, whatever the fuck it is, it's batshit redonkulous. And only Nick Cage could have done it. He pulled it off. And he Bravo, play, sir. He plays it straight the entire fucking time. Like, he is not the thing that's bonkers about that movie. Yeah. And it, it makes it that much fucking better. Like I'm not saying go out and buy it. Don't spend no, don't spend nineteen dollars no. on this. No. But Wait find it, it somewhere. Right. It's streaming somewhere, I'm sure. It's it it's it's gotta be for like next to nothing. <laughs> right. Next to nothing. You already like, have that streaming. Might pay you. It might be on YouTube. If you have YouTube premium, it might be free. <laughs> they sure. may actually give you a voucher for something else if you watch it. That's fantastic. But it's 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 so nick caged. <laughs> it, oh. Oh, it's so great. I've seen it like four times. I can't resist it when it happens. It is an utter train wreck, but he is glorious in a train wreck. Oh, he is glorious. Uh, like you say, he's a natural treasure. It's true. Um, this one, I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on. Director Calmatic. I don't know who Calmatic is. Uh, just wrapped production on the house party reboot. Okay. And he is going to helm a remake of white men can't jump. Neither of these need remakes. Exactly. Leave him the fuck alone. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. How are, how are you going to make a movie better than a kid and play movie? You can't tell me kid and play. You can't. Right. Who are you replacing kid and play with? Like, right where they do that attempting? thing where they right. like kick their feet up and they like oh I can do that I've done the thing I've shut down a club doing it in the thing yeah it's awesome they give themselves a high five with Don't their ankles about, oh my yeah. god yeah. Oh, just stunning and he's got the eraser haircut and he's right. winning it's perfect 
Oh, there's not a hair out of place on Play's head. So good. So good. So why re- why are we remaking these? Things? We don't need to. I don't even know why. But this is just upsetting news. This That's is we should terrible. Don't this feed into it. Let's not talk about it. This is a call out to 20th Century Fox. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. You're not going to make a better movie than Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and White Men Can't Jump. Not happening. It's true. It's, it's true. impossible. Stop what you're doing. Go on outside and play hide and go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to put in that movie to replace Wesley Snipes? Who? Chris Rock, maybe? No, what? I'm gonna smack the fuck out of you. So I, I you would I have to go. Okay, so in the original White Men Can't Jump, Woody is the comic uh uh element and um Wesley. Wesley is the straight man. Right. Okay. So right. the only way you could do that would be to swap that out and have the white man be like no, but then it doesn't work in the basketball sense, right? But it, I mean, you'd have to have like Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> what now? You and then put Idris uh, Elba, Idris Elba, and <laughs> the... what the fuck happened? <laughs> oh my god! What are we doing? Nobody needs to see this movie. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Want... I'm not. I'm not even implying that this should happen. I'm just saying the only way you can remake it. Would have to be to reverse the roles. Yeah, let's not do that, yeah. guys. Just let's fucking pump the brakes here, 20th Century Fox. The alternative is an all-women cast, and that worked out so well in 2016. Mm. Yeah, but we're not... this. What? Could no. you imagine white men can't jump with two women? And everybody's just in the fucking <laughs> movie going, doing the John Travolta? Then the dunk <laughs> part doesn't pay off. This just can't work, man. You're not paying faithful to the original, and I don't like it. Uh, uh, there's nothing faithful about any of this. this, is, this is I'm somewhere where this I don't know where outrageous. I am. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> I'm upset. Can we I'm at least somewhere. order an appetizer? Power up. This is bullshit. He's so mad. It's so mad. It's stupid. Oh, Dragon Buddy froze. Oh, he's back. You just had a momentary. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Hit the button. I already did. You talked through it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> you were so mad you talked through the intro. Enraged. Oh, yeah. You don't have your headphones in. Help me help you. I have the. Whoop. Help me help you. Help me you. you need you need both strength and conditioning. I need shampoo plus conditioner. <laughs> it's better. I need the three in one with the body wash. Oh, so you can just handle it all. You keep it up, you're gonna get a three in one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you get a bar that's of ivory crazy. soap, and that's it. Use it for everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, he puts it in the. He lets the lotion on its skin. Oh my god. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> A cart Ocarina. Ocarina of time source code has been reverse engineered. Not a big Zelda fan, are you? No, I'm not. But what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, you remember a few months back we talked about the Nintendo six or Mario 64 source code had been reverse engineered and people were 
running that on all kinds of engines on the internet and modding it and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Now this has happened with Zelda, the Ocarina of Time, which is which is a uh, great movie or great her, game. Sorry, I remember what was the other one? Something to Majora's Breath Mask. Majora's Mask. I remember oh, Majora's Mask. You're talking about um, Breath of the Wild. No, Breath of the Wild. I okay. remember Breath of the Wild. I think that's the one I was thinking um, of, Dragon Buddy. That's yeah, the one I, I don't remember. There was a Link to the Past on the Super uh, Nintendo. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But no, the Dragon Buddy said the one I was Breath of the Wild is what I was thinking. Yeah, okay. That's no, no, I mean. this is Nintendo 64 era. 64. Oh, okay. It was but, the first full 3D yeah. Zelda. Been I've been a sports game guy. Yeah. I've always been honest about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest D&D and all these maps, and I, I really wasn't. Well, this game is among the games that one could call sacred. Yeah. So does this piss you off? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just a thing that's happening now. Yeah. Um, but I I I don't want to see a world where it goes the way of Skyrim and people are playing it on computers and like turning Link into a giant chicken or well it's gonna happen. You it's know, gonna I just, happen. Yeah. I just don't want late. that. It's too late. Um, it's already happening right now. It's probably right now. Somebody probably just heard me say that. It's like, I'm going to turn Link into a chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> anybody Where who plays Zelda games, you know that if you attack the chickens, the chickens attack you. You're done. Okay. So if you turn Link into a chicken and then Link attacks a chicken. God mode. Do you have to hurt yourself? It is the Does chicken Link paradox. Does Link just start cutting? Maybe. That's weird. Oh, God mode. Love it. It's the chicken paradox. Macaroni of time? It's the, nice. it's the chicken paradox. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Welcome, Hectalorian. Thank you for joining us. All the gamers are Hector. out there. Going, Fuck, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um. Okay. Tom Holland will return... For more Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. Why is this Why the in video fuck game? is this in video game news? I don't know. Dude, what did you, you do? Get your shit together. Well, I guess that's it, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to take a moment. <laughs> All right, let's move past that. Congress is introducing a bill that will curb gaming console bots and scalping. Love it. But a waste I, of resources, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to the national average. Yeah. Well, but I love it. <laughs> yep. I'm all for it, but I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, by the time anything wakes its way through this Congress, we'll be on the PlayStation 7. And the X and the uh, Xbox Series X will still be on back order. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the Xbox Series P for you're just getting pissed. Yeah, it's over, guys. Just give it up. What? Why are you so mad? Because you... Just fucking read the next thing. Jeez. Metroid Dread Studio announces new third-person fantasy action RPG set in a dark fantasy world. I'll play it. I'm sure you will. I I gotta assume anything from this studio is gonna be uh, exhilarating. Exhilarating? I'm all for it. Nice. Nice. Um, this one might hit you a little close to the wallet, the the testicles or something like that. The watch. 
Grand right. Theft Auto Trilogy, uh, the definitive edition. Um, the physical version release has been delayed to December 17th due to problems associated with the digital release. Yeah, see, I don't have uh, to worry about waiting for a physical release because I have digital, but I have not bought this game specifically because I've heard of all the problems they've been having. Okay. From what I'm gathering, it's kind of a cyberpunk 77 kind of thing where it just shit's just kind of broken. It's not working. That's why I heard. That's why I'm not, I'm not getting it. And if yeah. you're talking about a game people are familiar with, they're going to know it's broken. Yeah, you can't. You they're going to know. They're going to know. Yeah. I think when, when PlayStation came out with the, well, maybe it wasn't a PlayStation. Maybe it was across platforms because Mass Effect's across platforms. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. When they came out with that uh, definitive collection or whatever, mm-hmm. that thing runs like a top. I was actually impressed. The original Mass Effect game runs way better on from this version than the original Mass Effect game ran. Yes. So, like the, the whole thing was an improvement. So, I would imagine if you bought this uh, expecting that treatment and it doesn't run good, you're just gonna yeah. be fucking pissed. Yep. And that's why I'm not getting it until it's, and I probably won't get it if if it uh, keeps up like this, and then I have to wait for Grand Theft Auto Six. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm not going to spend the money, especially on games I've already beat. Uh huh. Because I beat the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. So fuck that. I yeah. did see a picture of um, uh, original gamers or something, uh, playing the open beta for, uh. Grand Theft Auto 6, and they're all like 70 years old with like these. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, made me laugh. Me and the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and the boys playing the beta or something. Yeah. Let's get into the sports talk. Hey, wait. This- one last thing, though, with gaming. Did you see there was a video I saw this morning? Uh, Legacy of Hogwarts. It's uh, an immersive. That's supposed to be out. What the fuck? 1800s. I just watched it today. Um, man, does that look wild? Yeah. That's already that was supposed to be a near launch title, right? Um, um, I don't know. I, I watched the video today of yeah. uh, the trailer for it, and I'll tell you what, that looks pretty wild. Uh, what kind Here. of style is the game in? Do you think it'd be something that like a ten year old girl would be into? That's in the Harry Potter. It looks weird, and it's it has a morality based thing to where you can become a dark lord um, and go that route through Hogwarts. Um, I think it'd probably be immersive for kids to adults. As far as okay, you, cool. Like it's Potter. not so much a platformer as it is like an open world kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah, it's more of a, an RPG uh, feeling oh, cool. where you build your character. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Pretty wild. Sweet. Oh, the Chantel, this chat is wild. <laughs> 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 um, Another thing that... uh still isn't out that was supposed to be out was that legacy skywalker saga yes uh or lego skywalker saga and this guy that works for tt games um on twitter was it today it was either today or yesterday was like hey i've got life-changing news coming you know on friday or something and i'm like oh do you got the release date and he's like no dude my life I'm like, nobody cares. <laughs> Your life to fuck? I, like, I don't give a fuck. Welcome to Twitter, I guess. I, I don't care. Damn you, I Twitter. I ho- hope you get everything you want. When's the fucking game coming out? <laughs> Here we go. 
And now, it's time for Sports Talk with your hosts, Dangerous Don Juan Dabanuch, beautiful Brady Lovin, here on the Escape Pod. And Dragon Buddy. He's here too. Hey. I'm over here. <laughs> I heard, uh, Steve said he's playing the Guardians of the Galaxy. I heard that's a good game. Yeah, I've been um, wanting to play that, but I'm I'm so balls deep in Metroid that I'm just, I'm just playing Metroid a lot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I was thinking when I go off for Christmas vacation. I've been thinking the same thing. Ga- yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. It might happen. Nice. Might because I don't think we're going to be working a lot, yeah. and uh, so I'm going to play video games. And the kids are gone. Play video games, dude. Pantsless video games. Oh, the best. oh, whoa! Yep. And my mom and dad are finally moved into the addition, so they won't be on my TV. Nice. So, hell yeah! Wow, <laughs> that's a game oh. sesh. Massive game sesh for like eleven days. It's going to get sticky. Ooh. And Tisha's going to work most of it. Oh, it's going to be so gross and fun. Like, for, we're not doing Christmas. We're just not doing it. Um, Like, we, we'll watch Christmas movies or whatever, but we're not, like, the kids are gone. We spent Thanksgiving, Christmas with TJ and Skyler. Mikey is away at boot, or not boot camp, but A school. Like, it's just going to be me and Chisa will be at work most of the time. Yeah. So, you know, why do it? Like, we're not going to buy each other stuff. We got everything we fucking want anyway. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Um, But uh, I'm going to play games a lot. Nobody will be here to bother me. It's happening. Yeah. Perfect. Um. So, sports talk. Let's get into it. What happened last week? Michigan beat the fuck out of Ohio State. Fuck yeah, they did. Fuck right out of them. To 27. Fuck Ohio State. Fuck Ohio State. Fuck Ohio State. Now, here's the unfortunate news. MSU beat Penn State 30 to 27. That's terrible. Now, I didn't get to watch this game, and I know that you did. How much uh, assistance did our friends in the green receive from the uh, zebra fellas? Uh, There was... There was no resistance there. Uh, honestly, I think the quarterback, Clifford, he's been hurt. He probably came back too soon. He's hurt again. Oh, I was uh, saying was that terrible. earlier in the season when they played him against us. Yeah. I was like, Penn State's going to lose this game, and they're going to bring Clifford out, and Aiden Hutchinson is going to fucking smoke him. Smoke. And if it's not Hutch, it's going to be a jabo, and True. not going to be good. So, um, that that was a bummer. They brought him back to save the season sick. that they'd already lost, and he was sick on top of whatever injury he's still probably plaguing from. I think he had like the flu or something, and he's Ugh. they're out there. Like here, I know you're probably super dehydrated and stuff, but here's a football, and yeah. um, don't fuck up. I don't understand that. Um, Brady Hoke did that shit years ago, um, in a Michigan game where the starting quarterback was out. The backup quarterback came in. He was garbage. They brought in or brought back the starting quarterback who was both hurt. And uh, I still believe suffering from a concussion. Uh. And then he gets smoked in the game uh, to the point where he takes about four steps and does one of these numbers. 
And then he gets back up and and he starts like walking off to the you know the sideline and Brady Hoke's like go back out there fucking play football. Wow. Put some dirt on it. And um legitimately uh Brady Hoke was essentially fired after that game. He coached the rest of the season, but everyone knew that he'd already been fired. It happens. It was just one of those things where you just can't make that mistake. And I I feel the same way. Like, I don't understand why, um, uh, uh, what's his face? The coach for Penn state, Jefferson, Franklin, Franklin. Franklin. You were close. He was a president. president. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he should know better. And there's the season is long been lost. Yeah, what are you trying true. to save? Send this kid home, let him get healthy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, and Michigan State is decent this year, but they're not yeah, that they're good. Not, they're, they're, they're not bad, but they're not that good. They're not that good. You know, like seriously, Michigan beating the shit out of Ohio State was the big brother beating up on the team that beat them up. <laughs> right. But. If you look at the way we played Ohio State and then you look at the way Ohio State played MSU and then you want to tell me that that MSU a couple weeks earlier beat Michigan mm, and it had not. nothing to do with the refing. No. I'm not going to go there, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's I got to pull out his ear, but he can't hear this. Yeah, I'm not going to. You <clears throat> can't fucking give it. Uh, I just can't do you it. You can't be that fucking fan, dude. I am that fan. You can't be that fan. I'm still that fucking mad about that oh shit. Oh, my God. But that's not the reason you lost the game. But I'll be mad about that shit next year. It's, it's weak as fuck is what I'm uh, saying. I'm it sucks when your team is, is hurting and doing stupid shit. And then you got a ref that's like, and you're like, bullshit. Yeah. We suck, but that's bullshit. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. All right, next week, Michigan will play Iowa for the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis. Nice. And I, I'm going to go. Sweet. Nice. Um, Ohio State and MSU will watch because their season is over. And? And fuck Ohio State. Fuck Ohio State. Ohio State. I have to say, you think I'm shitty about the Michigan-Michigan State game? You should read some of the Ohio State boards. Oh, oh man. They, <clears> they went from... as hell. Yeah. They went from, we're going to win the national fucking championship a week ago to, well, we need to fire the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator <laughs> and Santa Claus and the guy that does the towels. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like... They're like, uh, uh, Coach Day can, you know, like start washing shorts. It's like, what the fuck, you guys? Yeah. I mean, the Michigan fan base is relatively toxic. Like, when, when things go bad for us, we get real shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But the level of shittiness that the Buckeyes have just slid down is gross. Yeah. They're, they're ready to just cannibalize the entire program. Just Ron told me, Ron <clears throat> told me that, uh, they thought so much that they were going to beat Michigan that they booked their hotels yes. and shit for the Big for Ten the ne- Championship. For the Big Ten Championship. And then didn't cancel them. So they're just going to eat the bill. Yeah. So Michigan people can't <clears throat> stay down there. Most or a lot of the hotel rooms in um, Indianapolis are booked up by people that aren't going to come. That's bullshit. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucking weird. They'll probably cancel um, on like Friday afternoon because they have that 24 hour window. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, it'll be too late for people to. Well, hopefully some some guy that's like some family or something last minute sees on Expedia that there's a super deal on a yeah you have five to jump star on right hotel now. for forty six bucks. <laughs> fucking a, follow that gnome, bitch. <laughs> uh, that would be fucking dope. Uh, all right. Uh, Jim Hardbaugh to redirect bonus money to Michigan athletic workers who took pay cut during the COVID cutbacks. I got to say that's classy. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, cool. I, I th- more of this should happen with rich fuckers that don't need the money anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of times I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more often. But uh, classy on, on Jim. Like, I get shit at work <clears throat> from people who are like, oh, he's a Harbaugh's nuts and blah, 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 blah. I don't particularly like Jim Harbaugh all that much. He's right. fine. He's right. a, you know, he's a coach or whatever, but uh, that's classy. That's a good move. Yeah, that's, that's a, a solid move. That's a good pat that's, on the back. Yeah, and the money he's made and is making and is gonna make, uh-huh. that's probably nothing. Yeah, I mean, really, in the in the in the grand in the scheme, big things, scheme, yeah, it's yeah. probably nothing. Now this this next thing is gonna sound like I'm being a salty prick because <laughs> it's about Michigan State. But I think that's a matter of track record. But what I think, what I had to say, I think is very uh, solvent. You ready? Oh my God, dude. Just let people have their <laughs> shit, bro. <clears throat> coach Mel Tucker named Big Ten Coach of the Year. <sighs> and and I, I'm going to, I'm going to taper this into another thing about Mel Tucker. Like he's fine. Like I, I got nothing against the guy. Uh, Michigan State's been relatively successful since he, started so you know good on him or whatever um he he uh snagged a team out of the transfer portal essentially this this last go round 27 players he pulled out of the transfer portal and fielded a team it's true and they, they you know they had a relatively successful run of things right i that's fine um does that make him the best coach in the Big Ten? No. Here's the thing I don't get. How many games did he lose? Two. And you have teams that went undefeated or and or lost one. Mm-hmm. In a, a two-team. Like, I just don't understand how you're like, oh, he just did much better. I mean, he couldn't get two two extra wins out of him. Right. But I just let's don't be, get that. Let's be honest. The record <clears throat> says he did, he did really well for what he had. But there were those that did better. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's that's how I feel about it. So that being said, like whatever, I I really feel like the Big Ten wants to like Mel Tucker. Fine. I I I care not. What the the other thing that bothers me about this is in the same breath, MSU has offered him a $95 million 10-year contract. Mel Tucker has been at MSU for two years. So that means that anybody Mel Tucker has recruited is not playing yet. That's true. And if they are, they're taking limited snaps. 
It's true. Um, at his previous job, he worked there two years. We didn't know <laughs> if he could recruit there. At his previous job, he was somebody's assistant. Wow. So we so don't he has know nothing to prove. Like there's right. nothing to prove what he is doing. They offered this man nine and a half million dollars a year for ten years, <laughs> and they don't know if he can fucking recruit yet. They have no idea. He's got no track record of wow. being able to build and sustain a quality team. You give him a decade long contract. Yeah, that's a little absurd. Pretty crazy. If you think he's all that in a bag of chips, give him nine and a half million dollars for two years and see yeah, if he deserves a four year contract. Right. But if 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 this goes bad and we find out Mel Tucker can't recruit, Ooh. now that he showed everybody you can field the team out of the transfer portal. I guarantee you next year, the transfer portal is going to look like a totally different landscape. Oh, yeah. And then now you're paying this guy damn near $10 million to coach your team. Let's say three years down the road, we find out Mel Tucker can't recruit for shit. He is terrible at it. You're on the you're on the fucking hook for probably a $30 million buyout. Clause. At least at least a $30 million. Flip side to that. If he does really good. And then somebody, oh, yeah, then college, they win. Some other, no, some True. other college is like, we'll give you X amount of dollars. He can just fucking up and split. It's yep. fucking wild. Yeah. But I, it just, could you imagine um, if Mel Tucker turns into, let's say, Rich Rodriguez? <laughs> I mean, granted, he runs a little bit more Big Ten style, right. whatever. But, you know, as far as Rich Rodriguez, was a shit recruiter. And then he took the team in a direction that was ineffective in the big 10. Right. Which drove Michigan into its darkest period and reasonable recorded history. Absolutely. So if you look at it like that, could you imagine being on the, like we had rich Rodriguez for two years. Yeah. Could you imagine being on, on the hook for this guy for eight more fucking years? Mm -hmm. Who's going to buy out his contract if you find out he can't recruit? Nobody. I, I hope this works out for MSU because I honestly, I like the rivalry and I don't want to see them turn into a decade long of bullshit Rutgers. where there's no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like, you know, let's say they end up middle of the road like uh maryland or something yeah that's not maryland middle of the road that's pretty bad yeah it's uh, like lower middle yeah yeah even it, it like let's say a best case scenario they end up being wisconsin right okay so then you're serviceable but you're not going to get there yeah. But maybe one, you know, one year out of the decade. You'll do well. And if other teams don't, you'll get a shot. Right. Right. But you, in order for him to be good enough, OSU has to not be good. Michigan has to not be good. And Penn State has to Penn not State be good. Has, yeah. So you give this guy $10 million and then say you have to be better than three of the, the top 10 schools in the country. The biggest of the Big Ten. Right. 
Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I thought this was a good idea. I wasn't there. All right, moving on. We can't talk about this all day. But let's talk <laughs> about how Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson named Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Good on Hutch. Fantastic. And from what it's, he's projected to be number one draft pick. Number one draft pick. He is a force. Nobody, I don't think any, I don't think any defensive end in, in college football works harder than this dude. I think you're right. Plus he's got that natural talent he inherited from dad. It's true. Um, Michigan takes the number two spot behind Georgia and in front of Alabama while Cincinnati holds on at four in the top 25. Love it. I can't believe Cincinnati is right? in four spot. They're hanging in, man. Mind-blowing, dude. Mind-blowing. The, there's no way. I can't remember the guy's name. There's no way he doesn't get a big contract somewhere after this year. Right. He's leaving Cincinnati. I fucking guarantee it. And it'd be oh, yeah. it'd be a real solid shift for him to slide over to Notre Dame, who just finally has a vacancy. Yeah, there's a spot. Because that's the other thing I didn't put in the notes. Brian Kelly. Oh, I did. Brian Kelly is bailing on Notre Dame to go coach at yes. LSU. Notre Dame is number six in the country and vaguely has a shot at getting into the playoffs, but they've got no coach. He's gone. What a jackass. Could you imagine the mind fuck of being in the playoff hunt and your coach is like, gotta go, more money over there. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Even man. LSU. Even LSU is like, did he really just say yes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even want to finish the season? Really? LSU I... hasn't even got a shot. Fuck no. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I think I've seen in college football in a long time. It's like giving Mel Tucker. <laughs> I just kidding. Um, yeah, there's so many weird things happening. I mean, that wraps up sports. There's a lot of people that are like are talking about sports again. Um, but like there's weird shit happening this week in college it's goofy. football kids. It is pretty goofy. It is goofy. It's oh, like the, the, the WWE stuff. stuff behind the scenes of college football. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're going to bring up the Lions sucking, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. was a great day for me. Yeah. The it was a won, great day. But more importantly, the Cowboys lost. Yes. The Raiders kept true to Turkey Day tradition and making sure the Cowboys look like jackasses. I love it. Love the it. Lions lost to a not good Bears team. That was bad. The Lions kept up the tradition of, of losing a football game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> it was gross. It was rough. Uh, let's pack that up and put that to bed. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Yes, this is Brady's favorite part of the show. I do love this. I do love this. <coughs> well, you say, here you go. I got a little dry spot there. Batgirl movie first official set photo confirms Barbara Gordon's a GCPD cop. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like either A, that's a purposeful misdirect. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, like they're just kind of baiting us into going down a path it's just not whatever because warner brothers does do that sometimes they are known for fucking with you or she's actually a member of gcpd and i'm i'm cool with that either way 
ultimately she probably ends up becoming Oracle. Right. My question mm-hmm. to you is, because I know you're a bigger follower of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming here. How about in the um, comics and shit like that, and then in animated series and whatnot? Was she ever a G? Did she ever work as a GCPD cop before? Well, the I don't know. I don't recall that. But um, Commissioner Gordon, of course, is with the GCPD, right? And she, Barbara Gordon, of course, is Commissioner Gordon's daughter, and <clears throat> she does in uh in the batman comics in one way or another usually find herself to being the um the guy in the chair yeah um and she you know taps into what's going on in the in the ranks of the police department by way of her dad i don't remember if there's ever been a story where she is the, uh a member of the gcpd herself but i don't see any reason why that causes a complication. No, I was just curious no. how faithful they were might be being or not being. That's all my sure. real question was. It really seems like uh, just another way to get to the same story. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do the killing joke, which we did a show on. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the killing joke, um, it involves Barbara Gordon getting shot in the spine and becoming wheelchair bound. And then becoming Oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess there's any number of ways. Like she could just be out on the beat in this and get shot in the spine and become a paraplegic and become Oracle. Oracle. It's true. It's true. Um, or they could go completely different with it. And maybe, maybe she's the connection and Jim Gordon's not in it or who fucking knows. But I don't have a problem with it. No, I, I don't either. Um, uh, Bioshock isolation potentially leaked ahead of its reveal. If you're a Bioshock fan, this is super awesome news. Yep. Oh, you, Big news. You know, it's a PlayStation exclusive, I think. Is it a PlayStation exclusive? Maybe not. No, I can't uh, remember. Help us out in the chat. Is Bioshock a PlayStation No, because I've played it on the Xbox. Okay, um, so it's not. No. Um, Bioshock is a first-person shooter, more or less. Um, but it's it's a dungeon crawly, puzzle driven, um, yeah, horror escapey kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, super spooky jump scares, that kind steampunk. of steampunk. Yeah, yep, steampunk. Yeah. Awesome fucking games, really. So the idea that we're going to get another one uh, makes a lot of people yeah, cool. uber excited. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, Danny DeVito teases twin sequel with Schwarzenegger and Tracy Morgan. I'm just. I'm, so in this, Tracy Morgan, of course, plays Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just kidding. <laughs> Callback jokes are fun. No. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want it. And you can't make me go. Oh, fuck you. Take my money. Fuck it. You ready it, to get I'm into this? Like it. I'm not going to like it. Certain people in the chat are waiting for a pee break. 
Oh, it is time. Let's do it. Yeah. Hello, this is George Decay reminding you, Don and Brady, for your mid-show pee break. Oh my, may I watch? <laughs> Wang. Nostalgia Inc. in downtown Jackson is your one-stop shop for comic books, graphic novels, tabletop games, supplies, and tons of other super nerdy stuff. They have everything from your favorite superhero comics to all the latest manga and horror graphic novels. Superman, Spider-Man, The Avengers, My Little Pony, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Hero Academia, Star Wars, and Batman are just a few of the familiar titles you will see while browsing through the store. And don't forget to check out their back catalog. And for all your tabletop needs... Nostalgia has the largest in-stock selection in the area of Dungeons & Dragons books, miniatures, and more. As well, they have the latest Magic the Gathering and Pokemon card game releases. Store hours are currently 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So come to downtown Jackson and get nostalgic at Nostalgia Inc. What's up, everybody? This is Big Lovin' and Don Della Snooch. We wanted to take a minute to tell you how to get more from the Escape Pod experience. Become a Patreon supporter and you will get lots of bonus content, including movie reviews, videos from Comic-Con, behind-the-scenes content, and more. But even better, Patreon supporters get extra entries into the quarterly drawing for the Escape Crate. The Escape Crate is full of great stuff like t-shirts, Funko Pops, stickers, mugs, and other random goodies. The higher the membership level, the more entries per month month you'll earn you also can receive one entry per episode you share on social media so if you have a couple extra bucks toss us some we will use it for covering the cost of hosting the show paying for booths at cons and equipment upgrades thanks Thanks for for all the support support. and And now now back back to the show show. Ah. what is that (laughs) yoda has garbage in his mouth This dickhead. Oh Oh my god, that was fantastic. Those out there listening, this dickhole starts shoving garbage in my Yoda mouth. Oh Oh my goodness. (laughs) Whoops. That was a thing. Oh my god, that gave me a headache laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? You deserve that headache. Oh, oh, that was good stuff. Oh, what a dickhole. No, Zori, don't love the Yoda mask. She's everyone loves the Yoda mask. It's, no. Yes, it's it's been all well documented on the internet. No, everyone in the chat isn't right next is to just... it to see how creepy it is. <laughs> no. It makes me wonder like how many people like um listen to this shit on audio podcast. And then look it up on YouTube to just be like, now what the fuck is happening with this man? Oh, oh, that's the thing. These guys are ugly. (laughs) 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 Uh, I wish I could unsee that. (laughs) But you can't. So keep listening and hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button and try not to puke. (laughs) We're happy you're here. And you're glad you don't got to touch us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Mandalorian's in the chat. What's up, Manda? No worries about being late. We're just getting ready to get started. Oh, my goodness. It's been an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> hey, this might be, end up being our there. longest episode, and it was completely <laughs> by accident. 
Well, we had to hear you preach about Galaxy's Edge. I mean, oh yeah, up. that was quite amazing. That's, I, true. That, that's a I, big thing in the escape pod. I mean, we're I all Star I Wars didn't fans. Bore anybody, but man, was that fucking! I'm jelly. It was I'm like going too. to Nerd Mecca. It is, and for us, it's like a friend going to Nerd Mecca. I yeah, tell us. see. You have to go. The only Tell thing us. I can think of that would would be that as in, intense is if I were to be able to go to San Diego Comic Con and like get into the Hall H and all that shit, which oh, I'm yeah, never going to do. No, I I tried once with with our friend that passed away, and then I at, shortly after that I started to hear horror stories mm. about people like pissing themselves to try and make it to stay in Hall H all day. And, st- and I don't need that in my life. Yeah. It's just not that important to me. Yeah. I was always like, I want to go see Kevin Smith do Hall H. And then we saw Kevin Smith yeah. at the at the um, uh, Fillmore in Detroit. And I was like, I've seen him. Seen Kevin Smith? Yeah. Yep. I would oh, see good. him again if he came to Detroit, but I don't need to travel to California to see him. No. No. It's true. So anyway, let's get into Ghostbusters Aftermath. Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Afterlife. Aftermath. The next movie is going to be called Aftermath because I said so. Oh, well, you know, make it happen, buddy. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, we start off with uh, the original Ghostbusters are all but broke up. Egon has taken all of the um, cool goodies for that the Ghostbusters used, and he fucked off to Somerville, Oklahoma, of all places. Yes. And the other guys are just like, dude, fuck him. And they kind of went back to doing shit that they, you know, other shit they do. That's true. <laughs> Rightly so. But you don't really learn all this off Jump Street. No. It just takes no. a while to unfold. Yeah. But we are also an hour and 40 minutes into this show. <laughs> That's true. We've had a good so, show. so basically, they build up to the fact that there is no sightings and no ghosts. Yep. And Egon is all about something's coming. Something yeah. big is going to happen. And we need to prepare for it. And the rest of the guys are like, meh. And yeah, he was like, right. well, then fuck you. I got Ecto-1 and a bunch of shit. And peace out. See ya. Peace out. See ya. And then we uh, we meet his um, grandchildren and his daughter, <clears throat> but at this time we don't know that that's their relationship to the granddaughter. Kind of gives it away. Yeah, the 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 granddaughter is a twelve year old girl version of Egon. It's true. Yes, and she is fucking adorable. Yeah, she is a great, but not annoying. No. I would say lead in this movie. Like, it yeah, was I would say that the. She's the central focus. The awkward, geeky girl that's uh-huh. all about, you know, her studies and, and learning and science and history and in tune with being intelligent that uh, yeah. she's moving. She is the granddaughter of Egon. Well, it starts out by kind of letting you know she's going to summer school because she wants to go. Right. Not because she has right. to go. She right. wants to go to summer school right. to learn. Right. Um, another thing that I thought was an interesting dynamic shift um, in the original movies, um, the movie kind of works around Dan Aykroyd and um, 
Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And yes. Egon is the odd man out. He's the weird scientist guy. He's the dry science humor. Yeah, he's he's but he's almost an ancillary character. True. Whereas yeah. Bill Murray and um Dan Aykroyd kind of carry the weight of the film. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, I would agree with that. In this I, movie, much like uh, you know, times have changed quite a bit, the nerdy, awkward young girl is the central focus of the story. Yes. And yeah. she's in a weird way, she's our way into the story. Yeah. More like like I say, you know, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd were our way into the other Ghostbuster movie. I think this movie really was like a two-part movie. We spent the first half of this movie learning about her as a character or brother, you know, but learning about this new generation mm-hmm. of 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 uh, in the new generation, our kids. Yeah. You know, kind of sitting there. And the second half of the movie was integrating them with the the you know the, her grandparents and uh or her grandfather and the older generation and bringing them in the two together right right and you know that you spent a lot of time with these kids right and it never felt childish no it really didn't uh, no. there was no you were like ah is this a kids movie like it it just that's not the way it was they didn't portray no? and have those kid fuck up uh-uh. like kids happen to happen in these movies you're like oh you little you fuck you, 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 you. Yep. the they kids in a, in a weird way, the kids were the adults. True. And the parents were the ones that were kind of fucking up mm-hmm. and kind of goofy. Like even, yes. even Paul Rudd's character, the seismologist, like a professional scientist kind of fucking up. He he's at summer school just so those kids can pass through summer school and he's going to do his thing and they can do their thing. And yeah, we're all good. Like I'm really intelligent and I know a lot of things, but nobody cares. Right. Until she comes along. Now, did you have any kind of affinity to the character podcast? Like (laughs) I, I enjoyed that character. Yeah. Like as as a podcaster, as a podcaster, I was like, yes, dude, there's a podcaster named podcast. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Paul Rudd wasn't in it a ton. You're right. Chantel. Yeah. That was kind of disappointing. Yeah. I enjoyed Paul Rudd. Yeah. But he, he's a lot of fun. He was color. He was not the central focus. He didn't need to be either though. No, he He was, he was Rick Moranis. Like he was the Rick Moranis. of Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I imagine that's how they they set out. They were like, you know what? You're gonna be you're gonna be Rick Moranis. And he was like, I want to be Rick Moranis. I'm Mike from Friends. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um so we find out that uh uh later in the movie a little bit, uh Ivo Shandor um had a mining operation. That w- where he made all the steel girders that the giant fucking condo in New York was made out of right. that was to channel uh, Gozer. Yes. Um, while Somerville apparently is where he stripped all of that from the mines to make those. I can't, I can't remember what the fuck those uh, girders were made out of. Selenium. Selenium. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, why would you make girders out of selenium? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's got a weird psychic charge. Um, so 
you know, all that aside, like we see Egon like stealing uh, one of the, or was it the gatekeeper or the key master at the beginning? He traps one of them and he's like running out of the mines in his truck. And oh, I'm, not, I'm not positive, man. I'm it was, it was one of them. Yeah. And, uh, 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 Gozer, Gozer? Gozer is the, the god. The woman, yeah. yeah. She comes she comes out of the corn to try and get it and like things go bad and fucking we lose Egon. Yep. Um this whole initial setup, I, I kind of I I wasn't expecting uh Egon to be the in the beginning. Yes. I wasn't expecting to see him in the beginning right I, and i kind of expected maybe some oh yeah remember when egon died yeah that's how I, I kind of expected it to happen and honestly when i saw him and you know he, he's having the heart attack and he's dying in the chair and i was like that's egon and mm-hmm. where are they going to take this because this could go really corny with yeah. you know an ode to harold ramus and like you want that, but this could go south. Like, how far yeah. are they going to take this? Yeah, I was worried. I'm I'm glad you said that. I was worried that we were going to have like Egon became a ghost and he's right. and he became Slimer. Yeah, right. So, you know, like he's helping right. people, but he's a ghost. Like at, for the whole movie and mm-hmm. silly stuff is going to happen. I was like, please don't do that. And yeah, they yeah. Right. yeah. They could have made him like one of the characters from Casper the Friendly Ghost. You know, right? Yeah. Awful. We didn't get that at all. No. So, like you say, uh, he dies in the in the chair. What did you guys think of like the little puzzle in the floor thing? Oh, when she finds the trap. Yeah, I thought that was one of the coolest little things. The idea that you make one of them slide puzzles in the floor. Yep. Well, skipping over, you're talking about the chair part. I thought that it was cool how the chair part was reminiscent to the first movie. How the hands come out of the chair? And I don't remember down. that. When yeah, uh, the hands that's happened at Dana chair. Barrett. Yeah, when she, when she gets sucked into the fridge by Zool, and oh, the hands the come out fridge. and grab hold of her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the, the arms come out of the sofa and they grab hold of her. Yeah, that kind of reminded me of that. I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I really dug the fucking floor puzzle thing. Um, and then. On the second viewing, I caught the fact that um, after he died and the what little spectrometer thing that they used to see where ghosts are, like as as he transitioned from the mm-hmm. living world to the spirit world, it kind of went off for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, it just like it, it dropped it there and then you left it. it. First time I watched it didn't even fucking occur to me. I noticed that. Right All right. Back. Yeah, it was. I, I picked that up too, where, you know, he, he passed away and then his ghost meter goes off and then it goes off. Like it was his yep. whole. I kind of picked up on that right away. It was kind of, I thought it was kind of neat. Yep. I, I thought it was it. really cool. Tisha and, leaned uh, over and she says, What's that? And I says, That that, that means he just uh, became a spirit. And she's like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out where we're at in the movie. So then like once again, we're you're introduced to the kids, Trevor and Phoebe, whether in the city and apparently mom can't handle fucking money. 
right. At and all. They, our life, it seems like. Yeah, they're getting evicted. Phoebe's got half the wall tore out so she can <laughs> bypass the fact that the neighbor's apartment's not in phase. <laughs> right. And she's like, I don't fucking science. Fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> I need more not. power. <laughs> <laughs> so then then they're getting kicked out and and so they moved to Somerville, right? Yes. Yep. Well, at first they're only supposed to go to the um, new house for a little while, but then the kids f- find out like they're staying. We're, we're here. This <laughs> is where mom's made moves. This shit's free. This shit's free. Mm-hmm. We already own this one. Hell yeah. And they, we go to the school essentially on their first day of summer school. Well, Phoebe's first day of summer school. And we meet our buddy, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. Mr. Gary Gruberson. Um, I personally found his character in this movie. I mean, it's a little Paul Rudd just because it's Paul Rudd. Because, I mean, Paul Rudd is kind of Will Shatner. You know, he's always a little bit Will Shatner no matter what he's doing. A little over the top. And and Paul Rudd in... In I don't know if Paul Rudd is over the top as much as it doesn't matter what he does. That Paul Rudd flavor is all over it. It is. I just don't think they utilized him in this movie. No, I, I don't think they. They intended. could have done. Uh, yeah, I think he was supposed to be in the background. And he only got a little, little seasoning of Paul Rudd. Yeah, um, it left you wanting more. Like we, yes, we wanted to see him again. Like please, but the bring movie, him back. like the trailers and stuff, never claimed that Paul Rudd was the star of this film. No, that's no, true. no. Well, he they was showed him a lot. Yeah, but I mean, they showed him and the kids. Yeah, he'd be in the commercials for like, you know, four or five seconds. Hey, that was a long four or five seconds. But, man. you know, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. And then you're like, oh, it's Paul Rudd. Right. <laughs> but the, the, you go back and watch the trailers that the trailers never were like, yeah, this is a Paul Rudd movie. <clears throat> right. Um, so we find out uh, that there's fucking earthquakes going on. But there's no tectonic plates and shit around at all. No reason they're not fracking. Nothing. They're weird. They are they're anomalous. just weird. Straight weird. And he like he even goes you know out of his way to make sure to show you the way the the waves of the you know the quakes are wrong. Yep. <laughs> and of course, us being on the inside, we know that there's ghosts involved. There's ghosts. In, we know why. Ghosts in the floors. Yep. Ghosts in the floors. Um. And there's obviously something brewing between the kid's mom and Gary Gruberson. Gary, old Gary. Um, I mean, and I'm, you know, I've gone on record as saying that I'm not into the fellas, but fucking Paul Rudd, no. Yeah, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Ooh, um, it'd be, be hard not to fall in love with some Paul Rudd. A little ruddy. <laughs> the ruddy. The Dutch ruddy. <laughs> What'd you think of uh, the new ghost muncher? Um, I, you know, I liked the the ghost. Um, I knew that that was a allegory for Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. I still thought I I was glad they made him similar, but not too similar. Mm -hmm. Like the color was off a little bit, just just a little bit different. The face definitely was different. The teeth and Mm -hmm. whatnot were all, but if they would have brought back Slimer, I would have been like, that's a little on the nose. Right, yeah, fuck you. 
listening to uh, Rogue One Radio, they brought it up: is why would Slimer be in Oklahoma? He's if he was released, then he's going to New York because yeah, that's yeah. where he's that's from. So, right. exactly. so leaving him out is actually a, a better thing to where it's not. I, yeah, I definitely agree. It would be too over the top with with everything. Like, what? Here's all yep. the stuff from your childhood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep, and I, that I like the fact that this movie had some of that, but did not beat you over the head with no. uh, "this is what you came for." You know, they bothered they, to tell a story. They were nice little nods to the original but staying original themselves at the right. same time you know like stuff it. like when the kid goes out to the barn and he's putzing around and he just peels back the tarp on the Ecto-1 enough for you to see the Ghostbusters mm. logo yep. and then his phone dies <laughs> yeah. it's like well fuck, fuck. And, <laughs> you know you're like oh that was such good uh, fucking you give good yeah. Ecto yeah. yes yeah. That was just enough. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Give me a reason to go on a second date here. Right. <clears throat> and I, it, I, I love them bringing Ecto-1 back in. Mm-hmm. That Seeing that car. I, I'm a I'm a fanboy for movie cars, cars. and stuff like that. So like yeah. seeing Ecto-1 and then it having a pretty predominant role in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell it yes. It's yeah, one of those iconic cars through through your life that yeah stick it, out, you know it really is this there's, there's really a good handful size of cars that you can say yeah. left a mark going through the general lee you had the the a-team van back you to know the future car back yeah, to the, kit. the delorean kit, kit from ecto-1 right is right in with all ecto of them one. yep yep i'm not sure that i'm that that's probably the big five yeah from when we were kids. I mean, you might be able to say Airwolf, but yeah. at the end, that was just a Black Hawk helicopter. Yeah, it was, which is cool in itself. It's, it's but black. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. We can go to the next slide. Yeah. Um, we established the, the earthquakes, and the kids have their first run-in with Muncher, and Phoebe has fixed the... Uh, Proton pack with the help of uh, a suggestive light. Yeah, remember the office light that, was pointing that light, light was yeah, pointing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. which was Egon. right over there. I've never seen yeah. a light say no. Pick that up and yeah, <laughs> and and this she was like, oh very shit, suggestive. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to take my top off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different movie now. This is uh, weird. Somebody's getting arrested. <laughs> um so what they start to figure out between you know the the existence of of the ghosts in town and the fact that the uh kid Trevor goes to the the mountain with his buddies with the people he met from the new, yeah. his new job and there's a bit of an eruption while he's up there and they look down in the pit and fucking Gozer comes like kind of into the out of the fire, and he's like Gozer. Um, this all kind of ties together what's causing the earthquakes, right? Um, the the you know the first date that the that the what's the mom's name Callie? Um, she has oh, with 
uh, Gary Gooberson. Gary Gooberson. Uh, ends in absolute fucking disaster when they're in the middle of their date and the kids tear through town fucking chasing after Munchen. <laughs> and get arrested. Yeah, they get, get they get arrested. They fucking get Ecto-1 and pounded. Um, <laughs> we see the fucking coolest addition. And, I mean, this was in the trailers, but the, the fucking gunner seat. Oh, that was mm-hmm. so cool. one is so oh, badass. It's straight off the toys. Yeah. Yeah. Straight off yep. the toys, man. Yep. yep. She fucking whips out of that thing and fucking starts shooting. It's amazing. I was a um, good scene. And that that's the big tie-in between this and the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, your toy yep. line's based on the cartoon. Yep. Uh so they catch Muncher. Yes. And then everything gets impounded. Right. So the kids are relatively fucked. They're in trouble. Gruberson's like, hey, uh, you want to go on a date tomorrow? And <laughs> Kelly's like, I'm a mess. And he's like, I like messes. I like messes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you <laughs> tell him, Paul oh, Rudd. God, <laughs> <Gruberson>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fucking love that. That whole interaction, he's like, she's like, I'm a dumpster fire. And he's like, I kind of like dumpster fire. I like dumpster fire. You should see that. And she's like, you know what? All right. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. All right. You know, my daughter, I wish she would open up and do something. She never does anything. Ah, fuck. She's arrested. (laughs) Yeah. Just before that, he's like, well, maybe she'll take up pole dancing. <laughs> and old girl's not like, hey, what the fuck? She's just like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> She's not very coordinated. You know what I was bummed out at? At the fact that when uh, Phoebe calls Ray Stance's number, yeah, when they're in jail, mm-hmm. that they gave that away in the commercials. Yes, like right. They gave who she was calling away because from the commercial you knew right away. You're like, oh, it's fucking Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I there was a certain contingent of people, and okay, so this is what I think happened when the first trailer came out. There was a rumbling of people who were like, I don't know if I'm gonna go see this because it doesn't feel like my Ghostbusters. And so, I think when trailer two was getting formulated, they were like, you know what, we gotta throw a little something out to fish those fucking 80s folks. And then Dan Aykroyd and he was like, Zzz! and and everybody's like, I'm going. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, the thing that I didn't expect was the Luke Skywalker moment. Yeah, when he was like, "Fuck you, guy," <laughs> and I yeah. was like, "Whoa, what? What? Huh? Re- what? Whoa, tell me more." Yeah, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah, I was just like, that just blew me off of my fucking uh my comfort zone there. I was like, I'm chill. I'm watching it. Fuck you. Right. Did I get bumped? I think I got bumped. Oh, I'm all I'm, I'm all alone. We're back. I don't know well, what the fuck better. just happened. That was scary. Ah, it was the Dragon Buddy show. I'm like, oh, I got bumped. Oh, no, I'm the only one on. <laughs> uh, well, what did I just say before I disappeared? Uh, 
Good question. Uh, it was too traumatic. It was it was terrible. Anyway, moving on. We've <laughs> apparently pissed off the internet gods tonight. The mics have shut off twice, and we just got booted. And I What's don't understand on? why. We have full bars and whatnot. So, huh? I I think Streamyard's just having an emotional fucking outpouring today. They're having a time. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> She oh you know, it was the Luke Skywalker moment I was getting into right. yes like that moment where where he's like you know fuck he gone I was like I was not ready for that no I wasn't either that was fantastical yeah it was I mean it was yeah. great but like whoa it was a little bit lightsaber over the shoulder for me it yeah comes back around and and resolves itself later which is fucking great. But that moment, I was like, oh, come on. We're going to do this again, guys. What's going on? <laughs> so um, let's see what happens. Uh, oh, we find out that um, there is a set of proton packs that are set to fire anytime the ghosts start coming up out of the hole. Oh yeah, right. that was cool. Yes, though. yeah, that was cool. focused in on it. Yep. Once, once the activity got to the point where it set off the um, little indicator um, tool. Fuck, I wish I knew the name of that. I'm sure there's a name for it. Um, it sets off the proton packs. It zaps the fuck. It crosses the streams. Maybe that's what we did. We crossed the streams, and that's why the computer was like, "Yeah, yeah, it could be." Um, and it, you know, essentially like zaps Gozer back down into the pit for a while, but which is what's causing the, uh, reverse, um, seismic activity. It's, it's a, essentially an implosion instead of, uh, you know, an explosion or a tectonic plate shift or whatever. Right. Um, so what happens is um the, one of the one of the gatekeeper and the keymaster get out right they meet up and they start pointing yep so paul rudd paul rudd gets hit first in a walmart the, the master it it's not i mean it might have been i don't okay, know okay the stay there. puffed we got to mention the Stay Puffed, the mini Stay oh, Puffs that are running so around. Awesome. Dude, that had like we were in the theater and it wasn't you know packed by any means. It was like halfway, and what a funny that whole moment with Walmart, yeah. you know, uh -huh. roasting each other on the barbecues and putting each other in the blenders, and that whole part was great. The uh, thing that makes me laugh the most is when the Roomba runs over an, a puff. <laughs> And smears it across the floor like like when this when the Roomba runs over like dog shit dog on the carpet, like yeah. smears it across the fucking floor. Uh, it was great. Um, I I was fucking howling, dude, that in the theater funny. after that. We were chuckling because that was funny. See it. We were chuckling. Yeah, yeah. The little Stay Puffs were great, even even though they fucking telegraphed the whole thing in the commercials. You know, and it, it was, was one of those things more of it and it was yeah. and like even when they were getting stabbed and stuff they were like <laughs> shouting out gleefully that's yes. so funny they're like dying with a smile Catching on, on face. fire and he's just like yeah. ah. stabbed it to him with a skewer and he's lighting him over the <laughs> I laughed when when he fucking uh 
He's walking towards Paul Rudd and he's all like smiling like a baby <laughs> and he trips and he falls and his belly lands on the little grated portion of the shelf and he stands <laughs> right. up and he's got all the oh, little yeah, marks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the attention to detail makes that me was so great. happy. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, So Gary gets hit with the fucking key master. Yeah. And um, Callie gets hit with the gatekeeper. gatekeeper. The kids come home and she's like, there is no mom, only Zool. <laughs> Which is funny because Lunar Girl has said that for as long as we've had kids where she'll just say there is no mother. You guys have told no us that before. Yeah, so that, that about- moment was, uh, we were laughing, howling like louder than the rest of the people in the theater because that just That's meant fantastic. so much more. It was a private joke. Oh, it was. That's great. Um, Shortly after that, we find out about the the basement. Well, we found out the basement earlier. Did we? Much earlier. Yeah, yeah that well, was much earlier. Like yeah. That's how we found Muncher, if I remember correctly. The stuff about the well, no, because this is when the kids are down there and they find out about the model and they realize oh. the whole farm is a yeah, trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's after after yeah. the mom gets infected, but before oh okay, yeah. But they have already been in the basement. Mom's been in the basement already. Gotcha. Remember, and she saw all their pictures and stuff. 10 4 mm. on the 9 7. So the kids get suited up because they're about to go fuck up shit. And mom and Gary are about ready to fucking, yeah, zool the business. Unlock the gates. The you know I really enjoyed the uh the part where she's like she's walking up and Paul Rudd's like I like your eyes, <laughs> and then she just starts talking nonsense and he's like oh, <laughs> oh and then just yeah and he goes to give her the flower and she like bites it right. like this is good <laughs> um so the kids you know have devised a scheme about how they're going to fucking sneak up and yeah. disrupt Gozer's plan they use the cool little fucking robotic trap to go up underneath um Zool what I can't remember the other dog's name maybe it doesn't matter Vince Clortho the gatekeeper and the gatekeeper it's true and then and Zuli. Yeah, the key master. Vince but Cortho, the key master, and Zul, the game. Zul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vince Cortho. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Um, so uh essentially the idea is they're gonna they're gonna uh suck Zul into the trap, snatch back mom, and get the feet feet the fuck out of there. Right. And but just before this, I gotta bring up that's the moment where they steal the Ecto one back from the cops. And it's the first time they turn the siren on. Mm. And w- the first time I heard the siren, I had a whole moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it got, I mean, like that stupid siren. I love it. It's the best, dude. Yeah. But when you hear it, like there's going to be some ghost busted. Hell yeah. yeah. And you're all in for it. Hell yeah. Especially those of us who watch the cartoon. We heard oh, that yeah. so much. Absolutely. That meant business. That meant business. Um, so I gotta I gotta take the time to bring up Phoebe's fucking joke telling. Oh, we yeah. haven't talked about <laughs> it. Yes. like like when they're getting ready to go down the shaft 
And she said, what does a hamster and a cigarette have in common? And and she says, nothing until you put them in your mouth and set them on fire. I was fucking <laughs> This is one of the funniest fucking jokes I've ever heard. I giggled and I looked at, around me and saw people looking at me instead. And I'm like, yeah, that's oh, my kind of humor. I'll call. It was, it was so fucking funny. Oh, they were great. And like some of the jokes that she, she told Gozer. Like the one about the uh, what do you have call a fish with no eyes? And it's such a stupid joke. <laughs> but the way she delivers it where she's like you're just like oh my gosh, it's funny. <laughs> um, and there's there's their dad jokes to the nth degree. Oh yeah, absolutely. But when she delivers them, they're so expertly timed mm-hmm. and you're not really prepared for them because they're coming out of a little girl. Right. <laughs> that you're just like, this is brilliant. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I was like, I think this girl's got a fucking bright future. Absolutely. Because she understands how to deliver lines. Yeah. Way beyond her years. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, what she does next. So anyway, they all head back to the farm, right? Right. Because they've got fucking Zool. And so the bait's in the trap. Trap's in the bait. And the the, the you got the trap set back at the farm. Um, Old girl Lucky has like looped back around and she's ready hiding behind the door, you know. <laughs> and Gozer comes through and like they're just like shooting her and shit's going to happen. Hell yeah. And then the little stay pups fuck everything up. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, so let's let's skip over the the dramatic shit here, and let's talk about the fucking highlight when the kid is facing off with Gozer, and then Grandpa grabs her hand and studies it. Yeah. Like I'm waterworks at this point. It is. It, it was heavy. That was a Both heavy times I've seen it. Fucking waterworks. Really? Yes. I didn't get emotional. It was, oh. it was it was good. I didn't get emotional though. Oh, I fucking I straight up I was like onions, onions and bullshit. <laughs> I guess I just I kind of saw it coming. I didn't the first time, obviously. And then knowing the reverence that the rest of everything is going to be handled with, I cried again. Oh my goodness! Because I I felt all of the feelings that were coming yeah in advance i'm just yeah and my this, watching this movie the first time after like taking away from this movie this movie is a straight up from the fans from the friends from the co-workers from the fans of the movie a goodbye letter to harold remus a thank you letter to harold remus right and like so expertly done that it really kind of you you can feel the heaviness of those scenes yep. where oh, I felt it. I just didn't get emotional. Yeah. I'm just that's right. Oh, Wait until you watch it the second time. I'm just saying. Nobody um, makes me cry my own tears either. Yeah, yeah. I think they were lunar girls. Bleed my own blood. Yeah, those are lunar girls' tears on my face. <laughs> I swear. Um, <laughs> and and to go a step further on what you said, this entire movie is a love letter to the first two movies. Fuck. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like uh, expertly written, 
love letter to the things that made the original movies wonderful um, beyond the the intention that they were going for. They were just trying to make a comedy horror movie and right. But they became this cultural phenomenon. And this movie, when the way they wrote it without beating you over the head with it all, like delivered every moment that you yeah. needed on a fucking platter it was like, it was, here, feel this. The, the critics said, oh, you know, it's too much fan service, this and that. And us fans said, no, it's You're not crazy. too much fan service. It was well-written fan service yeah. because the people in the movie were fans themselves. And you could right. feel that. You could feel that coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that being said, we get an immediate cameo from our other favorite Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, from the second that um, Bankman starts running his mouth, well, hey, baby, I thought we broke up. You're like, <laughs> oh, here it is. This it's is great. exactly what's been missing. The, and the nod like, to, are you a god? And Ray, oh. think for just a second. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, I yeah, am a god. I am, I am a god. <laughs> Matter of fact, I remember fucking this a up last time. quick little side eye from Winston over there in the corner going, you oh, come, come on. <laughs> yeah. I knew exactly what they were talking about. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, so then, of course, everything goes south, right? You know, through there, and we won't belabor all the fucking uh, fine points. And then we get another opportunity where they all... um have their proton packs trained on her <clears throat> and we get that last moment with Harold Ramis. Mm -hmm. And if you don't fucking at least get emotional during Talk this part, down. Uh, you're fucking up because like he gets to say goodbye to every, well, everybody gets to say goodbye to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was and, awesome. And you as a as a movie goer get to say goodbye to Harold, which we didn't get to do really because no. he was into his private life when mm -hmm. things went south yep. for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh yeah, Harold Ramis died when he was doing this. And um, so we finished it and this is for Harold. Like he just kind of went quietly into that good night, you know, and we were yeah. all just like, oh, Harold Ramis is gone. And then you see a movie with him and go, man, yeah, he was yeah. really good. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, I mean, this really, um, for, for fans, I think like us at least had a, had closure in it. Mm -hmm. And I is, think that Jason Reitman being able to pick up his father's, you know, story. For right, direct. Right, he, it was such a. I, I, I can't say it enough. The, the, the writing, the, the direction of the movie that it was so well put together that it streamlined right in with the old movies, but also bringing with that new generation feel that this could go somewhere else. You know, like right. we could, we could ride this wave, and I'd be happy riding this wave wherever we go from here. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, I am so satisfied with how we left this because. You know, we, we left it at a point where all of our guys, we know where they are. Yeah. You know? I have a feeling we're going to get more. Um, but I believe that it's going to be uh, the next generation kind of a thing. I don't think we'll see more of the old gang. Oh, yeah. Other other than maybe um, uh, 
what's his name? Uh, the black guy, Hudson. Winston. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hudson. guy that plays Winston. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Um, Ernie Hudson. Thank you. Uh, I think that maybe the kids go get Ecto One from him at some point. Um, yeah, which boils yeah. down to the the two after credit scenes, which was really great, where they're like, and Sigourney Weaver. And here's the Sigourney Weaver scene where we go back with her and Peter Venkman yeah. and she's shocking the shit out of him as he's getting all the cards right. Right. And it was just, that was a great scene. So like, Hey, they got together. They're still together. And she's yeah. over there going, you know, <laughs> and if you have a great. loving relationship with your spouse, um, that vibe, like they, Somebody who loves their spouse wrote that scene. Yes. You know what I mean? Where they're having a, a really authentic um, uh, interaction between two people that not have just recently loved each other, but have loved each other for a long time. Yeah. Right. And she knew his game before he exposed his game. Right. And he knew the jig was up before he admitted it. And, you know, they were just yeah. playing it out because that's what you do when you're, you know, you're like, I know your game, you know, my game, and we're just right. going to play our game. Right. You know what I mean? And I just fucking well done. I didn't watch Almost. these. I didn't know these existed. No. <gasps> yeah. No. Oh, you're going to oh, YouTube, son. I, yeah, I'll tell you. I, I didn't know these. I heard nothing of it. Oh. I heard no rumblings of there being mid credits. Oh. Uh-huh. And I thought they ended it with for Harold. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh okay. Good, right? Okay. That's the way oh, I thought no. it ended. So no, me and my son got up and left, dude. I had oh, no idea. I didn't know there was okay. like a Marvel show. We watched yep. this Gourney Weaver scene and my, my youngest, uh, we were kind of cramped up in the seats for a while. So it was taking a little longer to get out. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, that's Ernie Hudson talking. And we quick turned around and went back down the ramp and went, oh, there's an after credit after credit scene. Yeah. And that lasted like five minutes. Like it, or at least it felt like a, a few minutes where don't shame was, me in the chat. Oh yeah. I'm telling you. I didn't. Dude, oh, wow. I Sean Paul's really on you. Credit scene. Well, we won't, we won't ruin the other one for you either. Yeah. Go, go watch that one on YouTube. It is on YouTube. I found a couple parts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. No, Marvel has taught me. Marvel has taught me everything. I watch Marvel. I don't get up from a Marvel movie. Yeah, some some people they like took to a, fucking. They yeah, took notes from Marvel and went. I don't, unless it's, I don't get. I get up and go. Nah, like I just sit there and sit there and sit there yeah, until they're like, "Hey, fucking movies off, you prick!" Right. Jordan, oh. If you knew that there was extra credit scenes, you should have fucking told me. We would have turned around. Don't uh, say this was my fault. It was your fault. Oh wow! He's fucking punk. He's a gamer girl anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said like yeah i don't think we need to go so far as to be like hey guys you should go see this movie like we fucking love this movie oh it was yeah. a great movie it was a great movie i've seen it, it twice awesome. and i will see it again at the theater it'll definitely be on my itunes when it comes out um, I, already, I'm, I already pre-ordered the digital copy for when yeah. it comes up. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go back to the theater and watch it here probably in the next week or so by myself just because I want to be alone with it. Brady getting salty. Fucking right. Yeah. Salty. <laughs> Take that to the salty nerd podcast. Yeah. One of these days they're gonna ask us to be on it and we're gonna be like, yes. 
(laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh Well, um, special shout out again for Dragon Buddy for uh, hanging out with us. I love hanging out with you guys. We did yeah, some yeah. discussing earlier. We're gonna we're gonna do this mix more often. Yeah, we're gonna bring Dragon Buddy into the fold a lot more often. Yeah, uh, I mean, along with some of the other folks that we like to bring in and out, but um, this chat that we have with Dragon Buddy seems to have a feel, and I think we're gonna do it more often. Yeah, right so. in the feels. I like it. Right in the feels. Right in, in the feels. In fact, we've already. He's gonna be on the show next week. That was the first teaser. <laughs> <laughs> And now you know, <laughs> but and now you know, but it's definitely coming more often. So, um, cool. Yeah, I appreciate being on with you guys. Have fun. We oh, talk yeah, about dude, good that's, stuff. That's why we want to keep keep it continuing, man. Yeah, and I I think that uh, the folks that watch the show like your like your input. And, Hell yeah, and I that, hope so. They they've stayed the whole time thus far. Yeah, two and a half hours. You guys like give yourselves a round of applause <laughs> yeah. like this. This show is at least 35 minutes longer than I planned. So, um, when will I be on again? Oh, I don't soon. know. Soon. Very soon. Soon, yeah. You know what we haven't done yet? Nightmare Before Christmas. Have you seen Nightmare Before Christmas? I've seen it a long time ago. I never liked it, so I didn't watch it a million times. But we can uh, watch it. I'll watch it again. We let, can do it. Let's have, do yeah, let's have Lunar, not Lunar Girl. Let's have Chantel on. That, I know that's what I heard you. Is like it, in two weeks, maybe? Because next week we're going to do Iron Man 3. Yes. And then maybe in two weeks, which would be... Ooh. I, see, this is how we're programming the show, guys, on the fly. The 15th of December. Chantel, you in the 15th of December? I, we're just waiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while, while we wait on her response. <laughs> Uh, everybody make sure that you like this video. Uh, shoot us a review. We haven't seen a review in a long fucking time. And which is interesting because our viewership has increased. Oh, great. David Jason. Even though that came out as natural, that's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. Well, I mean, Rogue One Radio and, and uh, us did Afterlife the same week. Right. Well, there's a lot of people I've noticed who've done Afterlife this week. Yep. Let's just terrible. say that we'll tell Dave and Jason that they're copying us. <laughs> and we'll make a big joke about it. Be like, hey, what the I just found out are- what they were doing in the chat, so it's it's true. Yeah, it, it was definitely not intentional, but let's play it up like they're oh, yeah. fucking us over. Yeah. It'll be it'll be more fun that way. <laughs> um, but really about the reviews, like our listener base. Uh, since Lunar Girl has started um, uh, doing a lot of social media stuff for us, because she's excellent at it, um, our our listener base has increased quite a bit. No new reviews. Yeah. So leave us a review. Go write yeah. a review. Yeah. Yell at us. Tell us that Dragon Buddy's better than we are. Tell me you that know? I suck and I. it's okay. I, you wouldn't yeah. be the first and you won't be the last. But yeah. write it. Explain to me why you think I'm wrong about Mel Tucker. (laughs) In detail. (laughs) Yeah. Mel Tucker is going to write a review. Listen, you fucking broke bitch. Come on, Mel Tucker. Get the fuck on it and write a review. (laughs) Fucking talk to me about shit. I got a private jet. (laughs) You don't know shit about shit. 
Oh my God. How was your work day, you punk ass bitch? It might try to cost ten thousand dollars. He's got a private jet. I'm a dick. <laughs> Tell Brady how salty he is. My name's Zori Blissful. <laughs> uh, tell Brady how salty he is. Yeah. I think that maybe somebody should write a review about the level of salt that Brady's got. See, look at it. It's depending upon depending upon the uh, the uh, um, subject matter. <laughs> Chantel is a yes, like we proposed marriage. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, she's like, I would love to talk Yay. about Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, please make sure that you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Do it. Uh, <laughs> follow us on social media and interact with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Brady, tell these guys where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at lowercase o, zero, capital B-I-G, underscore, capital L-O-V-I-N, zero, lowercase o. And once again, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Don, tell these great people where they can find you, buddy. They can always find me at Jetfire1979 on Twitter, and I'm Della Snooch on Instagram. Uh, where are you living at, Brady or uh, Dragon Buddy? I, I am living in uh, the Poconos. And uh, doing well. You can find me usually in the chats of all the Red Five Network, uh, the whole family of podcasts. I lurk, and yes. you will find me there. As far as social media, uh, it's just for shit posting. You can't really find me or talk to me on there. Nice. <laughs> all righty. I like it. It's fair enough. Well, you're going to be able to find Dragon Buddy around here more often. Yeah, for sure. You'll find them. You'll find them within the pages of the ATSW the Escape Pod. Absolutely. It is true. Um, and you can find all of us another great podcast at red5network.com. It is true. It is good times and you will find them. It is always a good time. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. And the force be with you. And go blue. Go blue. Go blue. I built a lightsaber. It was amazing. I got to take a piss. That's even more amazing. <laughs> a piss would be amazing. has got to pee. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.